And one day we were just talking about it in the Discord server. We were just talking about, and, and some guy was just like, was like, well, I have a copy of that episode. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what? What's going on? We're like, what? 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 What do you what mean, do you, mean you have a copy of that episode? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, here. And he, sh he shows like a picture of the disc, and <laughs> we're like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, that was insane. What oh is going God. on? Hello and welcome to the Squared Corner Podcast, where I, your host, JC Squared, will be interviewing guests of many different types in the Hot Wheels community. Today's guest is Accelerese. Welcome on. Howdy ho. How you doing? I'm all right. It's um, it's a Saturday. It's, it's quiet. Um, it's starting to get warmer outside. I think the seasons are changing. Um, that's nice yeah which is which is funny because it just snowed here last week uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what you get on the east coast of the u.s yeah so. for for me i mean it's obvious that we just um we just get whatever it's whatever mother nature throws at houston yeah that's all it is houston is yeah i don't, I don't mind place. uh i don't mind dynamic weather i actually like it um i just don't like the um mood swingy weather you know <laughs> i get you i get you so I wanted to get straight into this and just say, um, what what first got you into the community? What was the trigger? Uh, it's complicated. Uh, <laughs> like everyone else, uh, I liked Accelerators when I was a kid. Uh, you know, I saw World Race Episode 1 when it first premiered on TV. <laughs> um, but, you know, I was a toddler. Mm. Um, and it, I never really forgot about it. It was just never really at the forefront of my entire life like it is now uh, but you know my brother and i would sometimes quote it growing up it was always in the back of my mind um but in 2014 uh i went to a toy show with my brother it's uh this toy show in my hometown that happens once a year in november and it's it's huge mm. um and in 20 this was 2014 so it was tail end of 2014 uh i was 15 years old and one of the guys had like a uh, a big tote of of carded world race cars for three bucks a piece, and I got all the team leaders. Dang. <laughs> and I displayed them on my uh, I displayed them in my room, and I was like, I think I'm gonna collect these. So I collected on and off, uh, mostly just at that toy show. I wasn't using like eBay or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I graduated high school, uh, or after I graduated high school in 2017, is when I really got serious about it. And I started, like, really getting into the hobby. And um, I was really getting into Acceleracers. And I, I joined this Facebook group. And I was posting memes in it, like, constantly. And there was mm. it was it was empty. I mean, there's tumbleweeds. Like, nobody. <laughs> I was yeah. the only one posting. And this this, uh, this one guy who is, um, uh, his name's Danny, uh, Descartes, uh, power underscore pipes on Discord, um, sent me a message and was like, Hey, just like join this Discord server, and uh, it took off from there. I mean, I, and at that point, I I did not know what Discord was, so it mm. was all new to me. Oh wow! And um, but when I joined, I was just like, I think this is gonna be my life for the next four years, <laughs> <laughs> which is something I never That's saw funny. coming. And I think uh, the Accelerators fandom uh, before that sort of time, like around twenty seventeen ish where it really started to flourish. Uh, there was never really like a central place for Accelerators fans to like congregate. Mm. And 
it was just very scattered and and a lot of it was gate kept by like Cellopedia and the edge and mm. all that and uh because um even though i wasn't super interested in accelerators in through the mid 2010s now and then i would check in to see what like fans are up to online and, and it was always just that it was just like well, the edge is coming next year, and you know, and now the the edge the edge is coming the year oh, after that. Actually, oh no, the edge. You know, they just oh keep. Oh my gosh, they, they keep pushing it back, and it's like Celipedia this and Celipedia that, and it's just like Chris and his buddies getting yeah. angry at fans, and it was just like this sucks. So yeah. when when it uh, was like flourishing in like 2017, 2018, I was super into it, and and I. I've always been a closeted uh, Thomas the Tank Engine fan and and their fandom is like a big deal. And uh, I always was fascinated by, I, I always kind of, I never really participated in the Thomas fandom, but I watched it from like the sidelines because mm-hmm. it was just always fascinating to me because I, I never really was involved in fandom culture before yeah. this. And um, when I sort of realized that like, this is, this is going to like flourish. I really was, uh, you know, I really wanted to get involved. So, and at that point, I mean, I was already a video editor and I already recorded music and I already do all this creative stuff. Mm-hmm. So the content creation was a very, uh, a natural transition. Okay. That's, that's, that's funny. I was actually going to ask, um, what, uh, did, so did you actually get started back? How, how old is Accelopedia back then? I guess that was. Accelopedia uh, is, been around since accelerators aired oh has it okay so that's yeah really I, I remember i guess i never really was into yeah that. i remember using accelopedia in like 2008 like when i was like nine years old because like me and my my fourth grade friends would like argue about accelerators story and mm, then we to prove you. each other wrong we look <laughs> it up on accelopedia that's how it was yeah, back in the yeah. day oh uh, man that's good uh what is um which which one did you start first? Did you start Tesla's Cube first, or did you start Accelerace first as your as your YouTube channel? Accelerace has been uh, around for a long time. Uh, it was just okay. under different names and under different content. Uh, I started I started YouTube channel in 2011 because I was really in the Nerf. Uh, mm. I used to do these uh, Nerf War films, uh, sort of like back Nerf. in the day. My that gosh. was that was really popular. I, I wrote and... a whole book about Nerf Wars. Like I, <laughs> I had like fifteen books of fan fiction on Nerf. Oh my gosh, that's that's awesome, dude. I was I was twelve years old and I saw Seacox ninety seven and I was like, I can do that, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that for a long time and and it had like a kind of a small audience, not yeah huge, but uh, and that was my first channel, RFR Films, which is still around. You can still go watch it. Uh, oh I don't yes, really up. I don't really upload to it anymore, but I, I use it to browse. So if mm-hmm. you see me comment comment on YouTube, it's probably with that old account. And uh, the Accelerate channel was actually RFR, like RFR Films Extras. Like it was like a oh, second okay. channel. And I just uploaded like just little behind the scenes stuff. Or, and then I started uploading uh, YouTube poop videos on it. Oh, <laughs> and Jeez. and uh, <laughs> you know, at this point, I'd been doing this like Nerf YouTube stuff for like seven ten years and i was trying to gain an audience making this you know content with a lot of effort in it and everything and then this crazy thing happened where my youtube poops became my like most watched videos ever Wow! <laughs> so it's like these these youtube poop videos are getting more more views and more attention now granted it wasn't like a lot it's still like 
only in the thousands. It's not like the imp lemon type of YouTube. Yeah, views. it was like you know, <laughs> five thousand views, six thousand yeah, views. Still a lot. And still a lot. And, uh, and so I was rolling with the YouTube poop thing for a while after I finished Nerf Wars, and uh, then I rebranded the channel into YouTube Poop Channel. I think it was called RFR Poops, and that was during the time I was getting into accelerators. I was mm. started doing the Cold Wheels series, which if, oh yeah, you know. People don't know. I I did the YouTube poop cold wheel series. I'm the one who started the spine bust is my car gag, and <laughs> it's the best gag ever. Though let's be honest, people. I still see people say car. it. I still see people say it, and it's like that never stopped being funny for some it's people. So funny, as but thing. anyway, I'm sorry to me, it's still funny. But yeah, when I was doing the cold wheels, then it was like then I was the Hot Wheels guy. So I just I rebranded. <laughs> I rebranded like my entire internet persona to just accelerates and just mm. made it all into like just combined it all into one because mm. gotcha. i used to go by like several different usernames and i think it really confused people and still yeah. to this day it bites me in the butt because you know some people don't know that i did like the music covers and because it went under a different name oh yeah for for what was the name for the music covers by the way for those that don't uh know. see the thing is is that uh, I do my own original music outside of the fandom, and it's mm -hmm. under like an artist name, and I've changed that artist name like three times. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> because I've been sitting, I've been sitting on this album I've been recording for like four years, and I keep changing little things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyone who's a songwriter musician will understand where I'm coming from with that. Yeah. I mean, you can tinker with something until the end of time if you don't release it, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was it was called Project R, and then it was called Skylights, and then I changed it to Cerulea. But I think I need to go back and change all that stuff to just be Accelerace. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think I had I think I I had used your music when it was under Skylights at one point. Yeah, most people did. Yeah, that's very interesting. So it wait, was the Skylights uh... thing. It was the Skylights thing was kind of the reason people didn't really realize that that was me. Okay. Yeah, I think that was also the time when another SoundCloud YouTuber, not YouTuber, I guess he's just a, he was a musician. He did the covers for Hot Wheels. He did the rap covers for all the Oh, uh, you mean like rap covers? Yeah, it was, I don't know it's, if I'm it's called a hot something I can't say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hot something was I can't say. <laughs> that guy did an, an Acceleracers themed mixtape, and it's yes. one of the funniest things I've ever yes. heard. I think that came out around the same time that that your music covers started coming out. So I think and it was like it, it was like from. good too. Like yeah, no, it was pretty good. <laughs> I think Vulcan's only gripe with it was that he didn't use the the CD. He used the YouTube audio. So oh it yeah, was like the best audio ever. But I mean, it was still pretty very good. Um, still pretty good. Very typical Acceleracers fan thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so so what got you into the the Tesla Cube channel? The, I know it's run with multiple people. So what got yes. you into that one? Uh, it started with uh, a group of buddies on Discord. Uh, we got together because we were doing a lot of research stuff. And uh, really, the genesis of Tesla's Cube was about misinformation. Uh, mm. I think mis misinformation was has always been a big problem in the Accelerators fandom. Oh, yeah. 100%. And a lot of it because of the, like that all the, the edge stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. people were just getting... And it's just so many like crackpot theories about just like why the, the series ended and stuff like that. And we just really wanted to like dig into the research and try to set the record straight. And mm -hmm. it maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. Um, but that, and we also wanted to like celebrate 
just accelerators in general just make we just wanted to make accelerators content yeah. i think we knew we knew that a sort of a new era of the accelerators fandom was being ushered in in real time and i think we wanted to really kind of get in on that as far as mm. content creation and tesla's cube has kind of changed into something that is different from what we had in mind going in the problem with the research stuff was that once you get so far into it, you start getting into territory where you're cursed with knowledge that you can't share. Oh, mm. so a lot of like what we can tell people just sort of comes to a, a that you sort of just can't talk about stuff anymore. Oh, so it's I like, see, what's yeah. the point? What's the point when we can't release information? So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of the research stuff has kind of been on the down low and. You just really haven't been seeing content less, about less it. Less active, yeah. Because I know in the last two years, it feels like we finally got a lot of the answers to just what what did they try to do after? And and this is now public knowledge. I'm pretty sure it's just like the some of the prototypes and all of yeah, that. It's, people it's seeing knowledge. the figures and it's like what they were gonna yeah. do and then they didn't do. Uh, I think that's always interesting. And then I think it's the common knowledge. I think the common theme right now is that it was just a marketing change in terms of what happened with the end of of it. It's just I think marketing team that was definitely like the 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 marketing team rotating was definitely an aspect of it, but I think there was also probably some other reasons. I think I think mm-hmm. and this is just speculation on my point uh or on my part um but I think uh the sales had something to do oh, with okay. it too, because I uh, the the show wasn't uh, distributed very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people watched the show, and Toonami really didn't care about the show, so they did the most yeah. minimal amount of work. Yeah, Toonami to really it. hated it. If uh, man, I remember I forget, watching that video. On I forget who pointed podcast. it out. I for, I forget who pointed it out, but it's really important uh, to note, like. When uh, the show was airing in 2005, they had like a website for Acceleracers, and it would the front page of the website would tell you the air date for the next episode, so you can tune in. <laughs> and they did it for the Speed of Silence, and after mm-hmm. Speed of Silence aired, they never updated it for Breaking Point. It just was That's stuck why on I Speed was of Silence. So confused. I didn't so even know no there one actually. <laughs> No one actually knew when Breaking Point was gonna air, and it just aired one day, and it got oh my goodness, no ratings. So people were walking in the stores, and they were seeing these cars, and they didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and and the cars just, and and a lot of Cyrus's fans don't want to face this, but the cars did not sell well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's definitely one of the main points that a lot of people forget about because they they think how could they not sell well they're going for so much right now it's like yeah yeah but they didn't sell well back then so that was the problem marketing and i mean like like half of my carded collection have clearance stickers on them (laughs) that's crazy when i was a when i was a kid in like 2008 ish uh a five below opened up and uh they had entire shipments of liquidated accelerators, and that's where I used to buy my cars. That's insane. They all got liquidated because people weren't buying them, yeah. and that's why that's why a lot of the later wave cars are so rare, like Spectite and Chicane, is because mm-hmm. cars that were in those assortments, like a lot of the stores didn't get those assortments because Mattel sent way too many assortments of like the first couple, oh. sent too many cases of those first couple assortments. 
so the stores were just stuck with all these early assortments and, and when Mattel was ready to send the next couple batches they're like we don't need them. anymore we're good yeah we still have yeah. some here we need we need different ones and so then, a lot yeah. of those a lot of those cases ended up in like drug stores and like five below and like it's weird those oddball stores of like people didn't mm. get their hands on them when they did gen 2 uh they were Kmart exclusive and they were kind of limited uh, that's why i have a jackhammer my, my mom used to shop at kmart all the time and i was always like how did i get this jackhammer with water i never knew how i got it and i was like oh it was kmart then that's why st- do you still have it yeah it's it's uh somewhere over here and on the that's awesome dude side. yeah that thing's uh the water realm jackhammer i know is pretty hard to find yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> all all the Gen Two cars are are hard to find because of the fact that like it was only for a short amount of time and it was yeah. a Kmart exclusive and it's also in the the game to beat that game. That's what I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That it's is true. Beat that game. I think that's one I of the found fun that things about collecting is trying to collect the cars that are actually in games. Yeah, Hot Wheels. you know what's funny? Uh, I'm a big I'm big into uh, Disney Pixar cars and. Um, I got a buddy, his name's Disney Docket. He's a mm-hmm. YouTuber who reviews uh, diecast uh, Pixar car stuff. And he does a little bit of Hot Wheels too. Uh, and he just now just started like making videos showing off some of his Hot Wheels. And uh, I talk with him in the DMs all the time. And, and uh, he really likes Beat That because it's a game that he grew up with. And mm-hmm. he started a collection collecting the cars from Beat That. And he very quickly realized... Um, just how much of a pain these Gen Two accelerators cars are to get your hands on, and he's not cosmic. He's a big type, be like, yeah. He's a big Battle Force Five fan, but he's not as familiar with accelerators. Okay. Uh, so he was like, "Why are these cars so expensive and hard to find? <laughs> these are freaking Hot Wheels. What is going on?" <laughs> and he's like, he's not like unfamiliar with like that type of stuff too, because I mean, he's big in the pixar cars collecting mm. i mean he's got prototypes like he spends big money wow and, and he really searches he's really sur- i mean he's he's uh been finding some really rare battle force 5 stuff even he's like what the what is going yeah. on with these cars yeah. and uh, i had to explain <laughs> to him the market and where it's at right now and mm-hmm. how everything's just kind of spiraling out of control <laughs> it's, it's, out of control is one way to put it <laughs> it's, it's off into a new universe of of collecting and supply and demand oh my goodness mm. um i want to go back to to some of that research um what was what is what do you think was some of the coolest cooler things that you found um pub, public stuff uh what do you think one of the greatest discoveries was i think for me it was the australian dvds with the extra dan dresden uh lines that was probably that's like a the funny story mind-blown thing ever because it was uh only on on i think it's spanish it was the only way we could find it at the moment and yeah i guy... i remember i remember when that was found that's a really funny story too because it wasn't i mean it was a bombshell find but it wasn't like we dug and we discovered it, it was like the english version of that episode was lost media because when the episode aired on TV, it's different than how it was mm-hmm. in the final release. Yeah, uh, World Race was never a movie. It was a it was a four episode miniseries, and people don't understand that. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was like cut dialogue in the final release. So we were looking for the longest time. We were looking for that episode all the way back from the Celepedia days. They were looking for that mm. stuff. No one had a copy of the fourth episode from the TV airing. 
and it was never released in like a uh, video two-pack. So we were looking for a copy, uh, us, the research team at Tesla's Cube, we were looking for a copy of that long time. We were asking around the internet. Um, we even put it in the Lost Media Wiki database and everything, and, and, and no one was coming forward. And one day we were just talking about it in the Discord server. We were just talking about and, and some guy was just like, was like, well, I have a copy of that episode. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what? What's going on? We're like, what? What? What, what, do what do you mean you, you have a copy it? of that episode? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, here. And he, sh- he shows like a picture of the disc. And <laughs> we're like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, that was insane. What oh is going gosh. on? Oh, my gosh. That was insane. As it turns out, he's from Australia. Mm-hmm. And Australia, there was like these um, compilation albums that Mattel would, would release of like random songs that were like hot. You know, oh yes hot wheels they'd yeah. like but like, smash mouth was on there and then there was like avril lavigne and it's like these just these like kind of cheesy compilation albums and the one issue had a bonus disc and that bonus disc was episode four wheel of power yes. <laughs> the only that was the only <laughs> dvd release of that episode it was in australia this whole time so weird oh so this guy God. rips he rips the DVD for us, and there's there it is, high quality copy of it. And we uploaded it to the Tesla's Cube YouTube channel all, all those years, and, <laughs> and it, it was just, just so <laughs> it was so funny because we were just like all that digging we did, and then it was just like one casual Discord conversation later, and this just this one yeah. guy from Australia was just like, it's like yeah, I got that DVD. We're like yeah. what? Uh, and it even had like uh, what is it like different renders and stuff? It had the Street Breed team, all of them together on the disc, and it's like wait. This is a render that happened. There's other yeah, render like, medias that we've lost. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta wonder if they had planned a video pack for that episode that just never happened. Mm, probably just didn't the, release the episodes, early enough. Because I think the but, the issue was that, that the movie came out as as far as it being all together. They released that, that be. on DVD before they had a chance to put it on a fourth disc, and they were just that's like, a good ah, point. Yeah, you that's know, a good point because um. Because um, as the show was airing in 2003, they were releasing it on DVD through the video packs, which is like mm-hmm. you might, for those listening who don't know it, you might have seen it uh, like on eBay or something. It's like two cars and mm-hmm. then yeah. a DVD and or VHS. And and they released them throughout the year. And then at the end of the year and like during the holiday season, like around Christmas, they released the full DVD where they advertise it as a quote unquote movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's a good point. That like by the time that that video pack was ready to release, they probably already had the full thing. Yeah, which is like, what's the point? So, this... but they they put it on an Australian CD thing. Yeah, for so. some reason, <laughs> I, it's it's like one of those strange marketing ploys. It's like, oh, we have this. Ah, just throw it's it like, at them. Just throw it. It's, it's free ah, media give it to old Aus- Give it to old Australia. Bloody <laughs> hell! Oh my gosh! I mean, I think I I had said to cobalt one time because he's australian he was i was like wait y'all apparently in australia had all of these different things he's like i didn't know about this either it's <laughs> like what is what is happening here everyone's confused <clears throat> as far as um as far as like about your question like some of the most interesting finds that are public i mean obviously accelerators season two is always the most interesting to me but mm-hmm. one thing that's that was really interesting was um stunt strikers Oh, um, that? <laughs> some of you might know what that is. Some of you might not. Um, to some of you, it was just a McDonald's promotion, but it was more than that. Uh, okay, so some context. 
back when we first started like research in like 2017, there was a big rumor going around the community that there was some sort of promo for the fifth Accelerators movie mm. that was out there somewhere. And it turned out to be not true, uh, of course. Uh, but we tr- tried to track down the source of like where this came from. And it turned out it was someone tr- uh, getting in contact with a... Uh, a member of the crew and at mainframe, it was co-director William Lau. Uh, mm. He directed Breaking Point. And um, so I sent a message to William Lau asking him about uh, the continuation of Acceleracers. And this was before all the season two stuff. So to us, it yeah. was Acceleracers five. We didn't, you know, uh, we didn't know about that at the time. And he just started going on about stunt strikers. Like he missed, he mistaken what I was talking about as stunt strikers hmm. because uh, Acceleracer, Acceleracer season two was canceled as the toy line was being developed. No animation was put into production, but uh, mainframe yeah. didn't even know the series was supposed to continue <laughs> because it was, it was always a four movie contract and they yeah. wanted to renew it for renew the contract for another season. That's how it works in TV. And, um, hmm. uh, they didn't get to do that. So I think me and William Lau really confused each other. And it was just like, so is like this Stunt Strikers thing, like Sellers of Season 2 or what? But no, it turned out it was a whole different show with a different canon with different characters that was oh. supposed to happen and was canceled during pre-production. So uh, between Acceleracers and Battle Force 5, there was a whole other show that was canceled. And it was called Stunt Strikers, and it starred this character named Blaze Wheelie. Yes, oh, that's real. Oh, yes. And uh, they reused the Thunderblade design again. Uh, this was before it was Rogue Hog in the main line. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time they like recycled that design. And uh, it was like them fighting aliens that would cross between dimensions. It was like it was almost Jeez. like a is it's sort of like Battle Force Five esque. It was like the some of the early ideas for that kind of shining through, mm-hmm. but they did a test animation at mainframe, and um, that it's never been made public. Um, he said they would have to get permission from Mattel to release oh, that. Okay. So, so we're never going to see that. Gotcha. Uh, yep. That's not happening. <laughs> but it's in the vaults at mainframe, and I think. So knowing the fact that, you know, we were confused on what we were talking about because I was asking about Acceleracers and he was talking about a completely different show, uh, it makes sense that probably the other person who asked, you know, mistook what he said as it's an Acceleracers promo. Oh. Or, uh, that's, that's in their vault, but it's not. It was a completely different show that none of us knew about. So through searching for the Acceleracers continuation, we found out about a completely different show <laughs> that was canceled during pre-production and had a of test course. animation done. And uh, they they canceled the show uh, to make way for Speed Racer in 2008. Oh, okay. Uh, and then some of the similar vague concepts of like battling aliens kind of made Ooh. its way into Battle Force 5. Because a lot of like what was designed was the same uh, people, yeah. designers at Mattel... Uh, Mark Jones, if you visit Mark Jones' Instagram, he did end up posting uh, pictures of some prototypes and some concept art from Stunt Strikers. Oh, and he's, I and did he, not know that. He talks about the Hot Wheels show that never was. Huh. Uh, and that was after our discovery, so that was very surprising when that happened. Wow. Because 
Uh, so it, it's all public info now. But the funny part about Stunt Strikers was even though it was canceled, they still had a Happy Meal deal with uh, McDonald's, McDonald's and, yep. and they still did it anyway. <laughs> so the only thing of Stunt Strikers that made it into production was the Happy Meal. Uh, and uh, William Lau has said that uh, what they did in the like they handed off their work in progress concepts and designs and stuff to uh another team who developed the comics and and the cars mm. and whatnot for the uh for the mcdonald's happy meal promotion so okay what's in the happy meal promotion is probably not what the show would have ended up being i mean there's definitely some similarity some concepts in there but they yeah they took they took uh unfinished work and contextualized it okay for the happy milk thing okay. that makes any sense that is interesting oh my gosh but yeah super interesting that. like oh there was another show that existed just, that we had no idea show. about <laughs> that's great i think it to be fair i'm glad speed racer stuff came out though because yeah the speed I, racer deal is one of my favorite things from hot wheels definitely speed yeah. racer is the speed racer movie is like my favorite movie it's best best i i, I love collecting Top I love collecting those cars, but it, it would be interesting to see an alternate universe where stunt strikers happened and there was no Battle Force Five. That would be so weird! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, or technically it would be Battle Force Five. I don't know. I mean, it's like it would be like the fans from Battle Force Five would have been stunt tri- striker fans, maybe or something like. Yeah, that. probably, probably. That's interesting. I know th- there was a character in Stunt Strikers named Zoom. <laughs> which there you go got got i don't re- know too much recycled. about battle force 5 though so there's a character in battle force 5 named zoom so okay i you know what is funny i was thinking of the i think a nicholas cage movie or something i don't know some <laughs> some guy the bad guy's name is zoom anyway that's really uh, off topic <laughs> that is so off um yeah <laughs> nick cage is just like stop right there villain you're like a- <laughs> You're like a really poorly thought out character from a Hot Wheels cartoon. <laughs> oh. The 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 team I'm Hot Nicholas Wheels Cage. team Hot Wheels be like. <laughs> Poor team team Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels is team Hot Wheels is interesting because it it was kind of like an a successful failure. <laughs> what do you mean? It was <laughs> Team Hot Wheels was was kind of ahead of its time. It was it was meant to be like an ARG. Do you know what an ARG is? No, please explain. Uh. Uh, now what is it off the top of my head an arg it's alternate reality game okay so it's it's like yeah it's like uh so so what what team hot wheels was was to create a fictional uh narrative around the history of hot wheels that there's this hot wheels testing facility that was top secret and then they when they develop their track sets, they test them in real life first and then size them down. That was oh, like oh okay, and 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 it was all top secret until now. Now they're revealing themselves and going mm-hmm. public, and and they built a bunch of real life Hot Wheels cars. Yes, like Bone Shaker, mm-hmm. Rip Rod, Bad to the Blade, the Rocket El Camino, and oh, um, they did all these like internet shorts of like stunts and stuff and and. They did like the, the world's best driver movie and mm-hmm. they did all the merchandise and everything. And then they had 
the real life stunts that they actually did where they yeah they the the fearless the of the 500 ones. where they yeah the fearless of the 500 where they beat the record for the longest jump and uh i i, I love the fact that like on that the slope uh whatever they have supporting the slope has a big door on it like the track is coming oh. down from a door <laughs> that is if you if, oh i have not seen that if you look up that stunt on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and then they did the double loop dare at the X yeah, Games. That's the and, one I know. Uh, the double loop dare is the one I know. And the thing was is that no one understood what this was because they just didn't distribute it, the media correctly. Mm. Go figure. Uh, people didn't see the web shorts really. I didn't even people know didn't, about them until like yeah, people didn't ago. understand like the point of Team Hot Wheels, but it was it was still kind of a success because of the stunts that they did in real life. Mm-hmm. So everyone remembers the Fearless of the Five Hundred double loop there, but no one understands like why they did that in the first place. <laughs> Anything else <laughs> so, about it? It's really interesting. Team Hot was was basically an ARG before ARGs were cool. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on um, other other Accelitubers? What is some of your favorite ones? What do you think about like? Uh, what is your favorite type of accelerator in terms of theory? Well, there's this or... one guy. There's this one guy named JC Square. Oh, I've... Oh, and and he is such a square. <laughs> let me tell you. Dang. Hate that guy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> He's he is the problem with the accelerators fandom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm subscribed. I'm I'm a I'm a JC Squared subscriber. Uh, appreciate appreciate uh, I like... it. <laughs> I like Vulcan Vugan, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, what have you. I don't, I actually don't find myself watching like a ton of Acceleracers content. Mm. So what content do you watch then? Like, what are some things that you would like to watch or what genres of stuff? I don't know. Uh, as far as Acceleracers go, a lot of times what I make is what I want to see. Mm. Yeah. So I've been, I've been doing these uh, like merch reviews on, on, tesla's cube like reviewing the track sets and the yeah, toys and whatnot yeah. and i i i wish i could do more than what i've done because it's been really sparse and i really haven't been working on it but mm. um me and jomo have another episode planned soon uh, okay i just Sweet. i because we did the uh the ultimate track set video yeah uh and that was like six months ago it feels like yesterday and um we've been wanting to do more mm. it's just we we both work we have jobs and and yeah we're away most of the week and we just don't have the time and energy, but, but, um, I just recently got the vertical stunt set. Accelerus's vertical stunt set, which is the slot car set. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just recently picked one of those up and I've yet to open it and test it. So Ooh. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to do it on camera with Jomo. And I think we're I want to try yeah, and do a review. I want to see that, that, that sounds super awesome. I the eBay seller, the eBay seller sold it to me, says it works. Uh, I really hope he's right about that. Cause if we mm. start filming and we put the cars on track and it don't work, it's going to be really awkward. <sighs> Man. <laughs> Oh, I want, I want, I, I want to see that. I want, that sounds yeah, really I want, cool. I want to, I want to cover all the track sets and all the like hyperpods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That makes sense. Like people, things that like people aren't used to seeing because like they're kind of hard to get your hands on. Yeah. Like I want to show that kind of stuff off so people can really like see it in detail. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, one of my favorite ones is definitely your Dior 2 review and then mixing that yes. with the Legends tour. Like how you just go I'm to pretty... Legend Store for the whole <laughs> intro piece, and you're like, "Oh yeah!" And then here's this one eighteenth diecast version of it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm really proud of that one. Uh, that was that was fun because uh, 
when that whole date came up to do that, uh, it was around the time I was making that video, and it's just like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool? Like, mm-hmm. did we just cut to a shot of me in front of the real Dior too? And I'm like, they made it in real life, and that's exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah, that was so good. That was so clean too, so cleanly edited. Yeah. Oh. How did they make a casting that big? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that video. That is a good one. Um, what it. That brings me to the point of what what is some of the really cool things about meeting community members IRL at these events like like Legends Tour and stuff. Yeah, um if you watch the beginning of that uh 119 scale DR2 video, we remake the uh scene of Vert discovering DR2 where he's like, Whoa, mm-hmm. check it out. Yeah. And the guy that did that with me, that's Trub. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, sometimes uh, you know, I th- it started with I mentioned before with how I started with the community I was friends with a, a guy named Danny, uh, Descart Power underscore Pipes, whatever name he goes by. Uh, he's not super active in the community anymore, but he visits now and then. But him and I used to be pretty close, and um, he does. He didn't. Turned out he didn't live far from me. So that same toy show I brought up earlier, where I go to it every year, it's in my hometown. Uh, he came with me one year, and that was like the first time like I met an internet friend in real life and it was very surreal and hmm. that's become sort of a tradition that anytime that toy show comes up I invite server members that are nearby and I mm. get to meet some people and Yeah, that's sweet. Uh I, I met, you know, Trub and and some like Avian and and Professor mm-hmm. and some other uh Suna, some other Discord members. I mean maybe people on youtube listening don't know who i'm talking about but it's kind of like people a, in the discord i think no yeah Those the people in, discord, in a discord no. talking about people in a discord server but basically um yeah and with the legends tour it was like i was going to an area with uh where some of the server members live nearby that area and we just kind of met up and we had a whole excella squad there and it was it was great <laughs> that is sweet <laughs> so, i think it's, yeah it's... i i on it's the occasions surreal. that I get to, yeah, on the occasions I get to meet other Accelerations fans like that who I've talked to on the Discord, it's, it's surreal and it's it's, it's uh, wholesome and fun. Yeah, I wish I could do that with with my area. It feels like I've only ever had one other person I think that that knows or is in the Discord server. I think um, first time it was someone in the Discord server. The second time, one even a guy in the Discord server, just some other guy uh that was just there from dallas and he had traveled and he was just showing up he showed up in my merch and i was like yo what's up i don't know who you are (laughs) (laughs) but it was really it's very cool to just see uh fans that are so disconnected or that are now connected but were disconnected sort of getting introduced back into this um i feel like I feel like going out in public and seeing someone wearing your own merch is like the same feeling you get when you like race someone online on Hot Wheels Unleashed and they're wearing a livery that you made. <laughs> I mean, it's like, crazy yeah, to me to me to see someone else wear my stuff is so different because I'm I'm pretty much the only one that wears my stuff. I feel like in my area. Yeah. And you forget and that, that like there are people out there who enjoy the things you make and it's like <laughs> people participate it's in crazy. what I create exactly exactly i think it was it was just crazy to see someone actually have one of my shirts on and yeah and enjoying it and i was like oh yeah i made that and he's like wait <laughs> you made that i'm like yes that was me that was me that this guy right here in the vert wheeler and everything yes that's me <laughs> i'm that that's guy awesome. 
That reminds me of like when I first started uh, playing uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed when the game came out, and I was getting involved with the community and racing a lot. I kept mm-hmm. getting messages from random people just being like, "You're that guy from the YouTube channel." Like, people, <laughs> people participate in the things I create. Oh, I'm not funny. used to that. That's that's on Roblox, dude. For me, every time I I go on the Roblox or I'm streaming Roblox or something, it, my server fills up. <laughs> for with just random people i don't know <laughs> and i bet it I, I bet it was super surreal when you went to legends tour and brian freaking benedict is like it's jc squared i had I, no I your idea that guy i was just blown away i mean you, you would see think, it on my face it's just like huh what you would think that you me? you would think that you would fanboy over him but he right, started right. fanboying over you right <laughs> What's funny is before that, I I was walking over there. So so just to give some context, this is the Legend Store in Houston, Texas last year in October. And I was just walking over. This is like the very beginning of the day. I talked to the guy that was taking care of the Dior too, like he's cleaning it and stuff. Uh, He he was there the last time two years ago in 2019 where um, my dad was where he cursed at my dad, basically. for, for asking about like Verwheeler to get in it. And I was like, dad, dad, no, no, no. It's raining right now. Like this is a bad time in general. Like it was just, it was <laughs> very stressful time for those guys. Cause people were putting their babies on the car and he's like, get your babies off. The car. <laughs> start opening, start opening the hatch. Like, can I, can I sit? And he's like, yeah, yeah. So, so Don't I touch. hold, yeah, I was like, I hold no ill will to this guy. I, I understand it's a tough job to try and take care of some cars. Um, it, it, funnily enough, he didn't know that the 118th DR2 existed, which was really, really fun to, to show That's him hilarious. that. But besides that, I, I went over there to the judging area and my dad was like, oh yeah, go see this famous person, this, this rapper or whatever. Um, I, I don't remember what his name was. I don't oh, know yeah, who he was, was really. Yeah. I, f- I forget his name too. It's, and like, he's really big that. in H town. Like he's a big H town yeah. guy. And it Local. makes sense for him to be there. But for me, I'm just like, no, I want to meet that guy right there. That's Brian Benedict. I know that guy. That guy I want to meet. And, and for and, those listening who don't know, uh, Brian Benedict is the uh, lead design lead at uh, Hot Wheels. Right, right. right. And, and he got and his... He was, it was him he got and his Matt start, Gabe, I think, that were there. So Matt Gabe he got was his also... Start, he got his start at Hot Wheels with Accelerators. Yes. So he was. Yes. He played a role in the development of the series. Yeah, he, he had joined the team when, when they were doing that. Yeah. Um, so when... When I went over there to the area or whatever that they were about to start judging um, some of the cars, they were doing like their pre-meetup and they had their cameras rolling and stuff. They were filming for their social medias. And and I was just pointing, yeah, I want to meet him. And I was talking to my dad. And I, was, I pointed at him and I was like, I want to meet him. And I think one of the one of the staff or whatever saw my finger pointing that way. And he, he taps Brian's shoulder and he and he points towards me. And I'm like, why? Hey, you! Towards me, is get he off just noticed cloud. that I just want? I thought, I thought he was like, oh yeah, there's a fan over there. He probably wants to say hi to you or something. And then I just see Brian like just start like walking over there, like, I watch your stuff. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're that <Me>? guy? <laughs> me? This little old me? Uh, watch his? What do you mean, me? <laughs> I couldn't. Ima- I couldn't imagine the feeling, just like seeing Brian notice you and then just start marching over. No, for real. For real. I was expecting to try and like weed like weed my way into into the crowd. Yeah. Try and just try, say hi, try and like, get hi. senpai to notice you. It's like, hey, I'm I'm dressed up as Vert really, you know, I was really I'm a really big fan and stuff. I know you're Brian <laughs> Benedict and 
and all that. No, he, he saw comes up you to me. like a hawk. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> he comes up to Bert me, Wheeler, which was way crazier. And and um, I, and I bet he probably had more to say, but I just I felt like I kept interrupting him or something because I'm just like fanboying. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. That's fair. Um, I'd, I'd probably be like that too. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know what's happening. This is the craziest day of my life. Um, so if, if people really want to know the whole story behind that there i've made a video on it uh yeah he, that's just it was all head it was all caught on camera it so. was all on camera um i had my friend film that day i was like hey come out with me you bless got a 4K that man. camera uh shane jacob for those that don't know he's best friend so uh yeah it was just a crazy moment so what <laughs> what experiences uh have you had at the hot Wheels legends tour and stuff what is your what is your experiences there um, when we were filming that scene with Trub where he's like, whoa, check it out with the Dior yeah. 2, um, there was a couple uh, around our age, like maybe early 20s, there was a couple standing there like waiting for us to finish. And uh, mm-hmm. when we were done, I, I turned off my camera and the dude walks up to me and he's like, people have no idea how much this car means to people like us. And I was like, <laughs> yes. hell yeah, dude. Heck yes. <laughs> Love he it. knew what we were doing. Yes. He knew oh what we gosh. were doing. That's awesome. I, man. Uh, and I had this, I had this Teku shirt on uh, while yes. I was there. So I, that didn't help either. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, the it red did help. Bubble. <laughs> the red bubble. For, for those that don't know, I think that shirt came out on Redbubble first and I then had the idea to do my own Redbubble as well. And so it's just, then Vulcan did his and now we all got Redbubbles and we're selling Accelerators merch everywhere. So <laughs> links in the description. Just don't tell Mattel. <laughs> don't tell Mattel. Yeah. Uh, I don't think tell Mattel funny. we're making, you're making money on their property. <laughs> I was listening to the, the podcast. They don't with, care. With Jeff Gomez and uh, Alan, Borowski or something and he was Alan was talking to Jeff about Jeff owning one of my pieces with Scrimtech or Scrimcorp on it. oh really that's awesome. yeah and so so what what he says Alan says to him it's like Mattel didn't make any money off of that did they and and he's like nope no they didn't and and what's nope. interesting is technically it's Jeff's stuff <laughs> that yeah, I, I mean he created it yeah it's his stuff that he bought from me because like it's yours <laughs> yeah i mean i mean he didn't so, design the logo but he came up with the concept you yeah know? And, and like all of the, the the apparently the scrim thing is is from his D campaign so it's like oh it, really it means something to him more so than just hot Wheels. Oh, i didn't race. know that yeah i did so not know good that good podcast by the way go check out that big big uh big walking solar cyclopedia research guy didn't know that scrim was part of Jeff Gomez's D and D. It was party. it was like two weeks ago that he released <laughs> that episode. So, but, uh, okay. yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, that is the Square Corner podcast. No, wait, that's mine. Uh, is the corner? <laughs> it is the uh, st- uh, st- uh, Cosmic Long Street podcast. Corner. Cosmic Street Corner podcast. Yes, that one. That's theirs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Was... Need yeah, like crazy. Crazy how. Uh intellectual property ownership works in our capitalist system it's like mm-hmm. guy creates a concept mattel capitalizes on it then mattel doesn't do anything with it then forgets about it some yeah. some some kid makes merch and then the guy buys merch of his own idea that was passed <laughs> on from person to person <laughs> it is very interesting isn't it i think it's what's funny is is that i've had to probably redo that logo and he probably has that logo as as like a as an asset or something that they use their maybe 
I say maybe. I say maybe. If, if they use it know, in like the comics, yeah. If, I, I guess probably if they use it in the comics, maybe. I, don't he, know. I know he has the the HDs of the all the comics and everything and all the mm-hmm. promo art, but you know, I don't know about that one. Uh, that one was taken off of Kadeem's leg from Mainframe, so Mainframe <laughs> probably would be the one that has that asset. Probably deleted it by now, if if I'm being honest. I don't think so. So that that one guy's like, you know, did Mattel make any money off of that? It's like no, but it's like. Hey Mattel, you, you know you could be. You could be exactly. You could, you be. could be. And, and I think one of the but one you of the don't interesting points is that they brought up one time is that Twilight was really big, and at Comic Cons and stuff, girls would come up with like their own custom made shirts of like Team Jacob or I don't remember. But it, yeah. the companies that made the movies didn't make <laughs> those shirts because they thought it it, it was dumb and stuff. But then they realized, oh, we're just missing out. We, we're not listening to the fans enough, I guess. So there's that sort of interesting dialogue that can happen through yeah. through marketing. Did they start? Did they start making like Team Edward and Team Jacob shirts officially? Then after that, oh, I'm sure. Like a hot topic, see, I bet they sold them. See, the thing with Mattel is they're like they're like too out of touch and inept to to like to have that sort of dialogue and respond like that. It's like I don't if know about if, that. if it was right. Mattel in that position. And they were like, look at this shirt I made. There'd probably be like a sniper in the corner of the room. Like, take him out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> take him out. <laughs> they're like, it's like when that one, when that one Spanish uh, community guy sent his fan game to Mattel and they're like, oh, change yes. everything. Yes. Change don't, everything. Yes. Don't have the orange track. You can't have orange. <laughs> the track, track cannot be orange. And it's like, hey, like, that. like, look at this thing I created. Like, would you mind like investing in it and mm-hmm. making it just like, no, take this down right now. <laughs> it's like, as long as you don't tell them they're making stuff and you just sort of don't. Yeah, do don't that, seek it, out. They Mattel. don't. They don't really care. Um, when when the they were part. doing when the when the Accelerpedia guys were trying to pass off the whole the edge thing, they were trying really hard to get Mattel involved, and Mattel was just like, we no no <laughs> no <laughs> it just did not no. work <laughs> oh that is hilarious so shifting gears a little bit uh not too much just into how did you get involved with doing collecting in general and sort of uh what what got you to do like sending your power rage custom to 3d bot maker and what, what did you think of that result, by the way, of the race? Uh, I was very disappointed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just like, uh, Yeah, I've had this conversation with a couple of, of, of uh, fans or friends of mine that are fans of Accelerators. And yeah, really, the only reason I did it was just because I wanted to get Accelerators represent, representation mm-hmm. on his channel. And, and I think um, I think maybe Adrian didn't take it very well. <laughs> Adrian, is that the runner? That, the that's his name. Yeah, that, that's okay. uh, 3D. See, I didn't know that. I don't know that. Because, <laughs> um, like, I sent him the car, and I, I sent... I, I had a, an extra trading card, a Power Rage trading card. Oh, yeah. I sent it... I sent that with the car to give extra context. And, and mm. it was just... He yeah, pit me yeah. up against uh, a, a, a track a track record setter. Like, I was not given a chance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that... And it was really disappointing, because my dad and I put a lot of work into that car, and yeah. then it just... Felt like and, it felt uh, like a little bit like when you when you're in the was a Boy Scout Derby or something, and then your car just does awful after yeah. putting like beautiful work into it. Yeah, pretty much. And and it was like um, 
there when you at the time when you uh, submitted a car, there was like an option to like have the car sent back to you after the race, or let him keep the car so he can put it in the background of other races and videos because mm-hmm. he has like that whole kind of setup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and I put the option keep the car so you can use it in the background. I had never, never saw that it. car on that channel after that race, and I was I'll like, just man, email I should just... just give it back to me. Just give it back to me. You're not going to use it. Like, if it, yeah. I get that you don't want to use it, but I it's, never bothered. It's a nice little. What's funny is it's. it's I didn't want to bother him about it. It's whatever. I'm. I would be like, give me back my car. You dummy. You didn't use it for anything yeah. else. <laughs> be like, just give it back. If you don't want to use it, just give it back. Like, come on. It, it's you obvious. know it's funny. Like, if I'm gonna steer this back to like the market, like at that time it wasn't that long ago it was like 2020 maybe 2019 2020 mm-hmm. maybe it was 2019 at the time it was it was not a difficult thing to like get a power rage yeah, and, like and drill its rivets and 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 customize a power rage nowadays you'd be lucky to get a, your hands on a power rage for like 50 bucks yeah that's that's for sure you know <laughs> power crazy. rages were disposable for me not that long yeah. ago yeah yeah what I, happened I understand that it's i you know, and that makes me unleashed. Think, why don't Power Rage was collectors get involved with that? It's just yeah. P- Power Rage was released in Unleashed, and and I was so I went to go get it like an extra Power Rage, and I just couldn't get one. I just gave Dang. up. Dang, that's I was like this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that makes annoying sense. But it is one of the things that I want to ask you about when it comes to to collectors and stuff, and some of the older collectors, what they think about. Just, just a diecast in general, you know. Do they, do they even like the diecast of fantasy models or, or like the cool ones, you know, like the ones that look like real cars in a way? Most collectors I know don't like fantasy at all, but mm. um, you know, there, there's always, and I'm talking about uh, general Hot Wheels collectors, mm-hmm. not just accelerators, because I am involved in my local scene. As yeah. far as collecting goes, because I, I collect more stuff than accelerators, and, I, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm saying this for context for the audience, um, and yeah, uh, collectors don't like fantasy, and and the ones that I see that that do make exceptions, it's usually like, like oh yeah, I hate because the, the thing about like fantasy is that uh, a lot of people are just ignorant of how of how many cool fantasy cars there are out there, mm-hmm. like people just don't know about slingshot and muscle yeah and whatnot yeah because there's just there's so many hot wheels cars you you can't it's like an exposure thing mm-hmm. and so uh, a very common thing that i come across is when i talk about this topic with with adult collectors is they're just like yeah i hate fantasy cars they're all ugly but that night shifter is kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> you know it's oh, like oh okay yeah that one yeah or like rip rod or it's what's like, that new I, I do one? like mod rod mod I do rod like, is so popular I, yeah yeah mod rod which is which is great to see yeah i i love seeing new fantasy cars come out and and collectors really grasp onto it like what happened mm-hmm. with bone shaker when that came out yeah and you know i've had people oh i do like drift stuff and i had to i had to say just like there's a whole world out there of mm-hmm. cool fantasy cars like that yeah yeah, and people it's just like, don't it's know. It's not just it. the wacky stuff. It's it's yeah. And like, like I love the wacky stuff think, in, in its own right, but people think fantasy and they think Street Wiener and Tricera yeah. truck and mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's like I don't really that. have anything against those either. Like those are obviously really good for kids and and stuff, and they look yeah. Cool. I mean it's it's nice to have that variety, but you can't deny that uh, Mattel is like or Hot Wheels is is going. They're like overdoing the gimmick cars right now. Yeah. 
to the point where it's really t- it's really tarnishing the uh the reputation of fantasy and cementing mm. it as like this thing that's just for kids mm. but i would say sometimes it's not like devantinator just came out and so did raijin express and, and like those are now fantasy it's it really is just a mixed bag it's like you really get some good quality new diecasts and uh i i don't know i think i wonder yeah, I just what got, kids um, actually get i just got low lux uh this past week and man is that thing cool mm-hmm. I, I i i run into kids a lot in the hobby and it's interesting to see what they like mm-hmm. and let me tell you um you don't see kids playing with the 55 uh chevy bel-air gasser or the yeah. the Datsun 510 it just doesn't yeah, happen th- yeah and i tell adult collectors a lot that like what if you guys are just always buying this stuff up and people just can't get their hands on them kids the are kids not growing yeah. kids growing up now are not going to be nostalgic for these castings and they're mm-hmm. going to die out yeah and that's why with because i mean this sort of stuff was around the 2000s too with with people who are only like licensing that's why mm-hmm. now with the younger collector generation up and coming who are our age early 20s late teens they're into fantasy because yeah. when they're growing up in the 2000s that's what was available on the shelves and that's yeah. what was being pushed in the marketing and it's yeah. very interesting to see that so so i mean give it 10 years fantasy might make a uh, a comeback mm. you never know very interesting uh what is your who's your favorite designer at hot wheels and just all of hot wheels oh, doesn't man. have to be this year <laughs> that's a very difficult question it's hard <laughs> to choose one because I me mean, for me uh, it's not but i know it's harder I've, for i've others. got a couple <laughs> i've got a couple i mean uh, the first guy that comes to mind is nathan proach obviously of course everyone loves you know it's my favorite <laughs> dior two exactly slingshot 16 uh 16 angels, angels spine buster you can uh, he, he his whole catalog is literally nameable. I mean, you got Toe Jam. Yeah, his Bo entire Carter. catalog is nothing is... but iconic fantasy cars from that <laughs> era. Good. Like his boat one. Yeah. What is that one? At the the sail. Boat one. The one with the sail. Well, wasn't that like the last one he did? Yeah, it's the last one he did with the pirate. It's like Bon Bon Voyage or something. Bon Voyage. Like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, oh I think it was, it was a play on Bon Voyage. Like it was a pun, but I forget. But I know what it looks like. I have it pictured in my head. But uh, if I have to echo, uh, if I have to echo what Vulcan said in the last episode, uh, Dwayne Vance. Uh, yeah, I love Dwayne's work. Uh, Dwayne is good. He just he has such a unique style that's very him. Mm-hmm. And um, like when he did the Vance Nader, I loved that casting. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is so Dwayne. Yep. This is the most Dwayne thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this it's, is the most Dwayne yeah. thing. Imagine <laughs> being like Dwayne Vance, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> does like the eyebrow raise uh, uh i really i really like um i really like eric cern mm, uh, yes he was the one that he was the one that introduced uh tuner to culture say his name eric cern, eric cern. i, I never how knew how to it. say his name i i think i'm pronouncing that right i don't know but um don't worry he'll come back uh he, he's the one that introduced uh tuner culture in the hot wheels mm-hmm. and um it's it's interesting. I think what makes fantasy so good in that era is the lack of licensing. Because I think we're I think Hot Wheels is spoiled with their amount mm. of licensing deals these days. Whereas back then, because the thing about Hot Wheels is that it always 
while they do do their own thing, it, it does reflect culture in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. specifically car culture. Yeah. And the thing about uh, that era and, and the eras before it too, is like when you want to reflect something with limited licensing that, that you don't have, you have to, Hot Wheels has to put their own spin on that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you had twenty four seven instead of just an RX seven. Yeah, and, and like like for example, like Second Wind or mm. uh, the Dixie Challenger. Yeah, you know that yeah. was their take on the General Lee. Uh, so when they first got into the, the tuner culture thing, it was like you know late nineties, early two thousands. Fast and Furious was getting big, yeah, and the tuners yeah. were big into the scene, and, and it was like you know the the first they didn't have the licensing for those those cars so the first tuner hot wheel we ever got was showstopper oh pretty and that car for us younger fantasy guys that car is just iconic Mm -hmm. i mean it was on the packaging for the 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 car cars at that time get out of here showstopper heck yeah (laughs) yeah it's it was it was always And, and when when they're always doing their own take now obviously you know a couple years later, they did do a Skyline and they did a mm-hmm. Sylvia once they finally got some some licensing. But it they never stopped with like the I mean we got MST Zazuka and Tantrum yeah. and Track yeah, Tune super tuned. and and then of course uh, all the cars and accelerators. Now uh, Eric Cern did Showstopper, he did MST Suzuka, mm-hmm. he did Power Rage, yeah, he did Drift yep. Tech, Battle Spec, yeah, Super Tuned, Muscle mm-hmm. Tone. I could go Dude on and on. Insane. These are all iconic cars. Yeah. And and he still uh, loves it too. He he loves showing off his yeah, collection on, yeah. on his Instagram still. And he's retired, by the way, for those that don't know. He's he's no longer Yeah, he's there, yeah, a lot of those iconic designers from the two thousands are no longer there. Mark Mark Jones is there, Dwayne Vance yeah. is still there. Well Dwayne Vance uh, came back after Yeah, he yeah, he came back after yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But yeah, that that's it. I think and and when they're always doing their own take on on things instead of just, just straight up just making what exists like oh mm-hmm. here's nissan sylvia and it's it's perfect proportions and it's yeah it's clean bro and it's yeah. clean <laughs> or like, or here's or here's just the mystery machine oh here's yeah the batmobile yeah you know I, I still when you're like doing those. yeah when you're yeah 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 it's cool and all but they're so hyper obsessed with it that there's they've lost their identity because mm. when they're when they're limited on licensing and they have their own spin on on uh, things in culture like that, their brand has a more distinct identity. Mm-hmm. So it's not, they're more original, you know, it's not replicas. Yeah. It's not stuff. just replicas. It's, it's hot wheels. Yeah. I think yeah, they have their the own better, identity. One of the better new ones is now GT scorcher, which is like a Nissan skyline yes. uh, GT car. And love that people love that thing. And it makes sense. Yeah. It's their take and it's, on a skyline. It's, yeah. It's exactly what I just described where it's like, yeah. they take something from car culture and they put a Hot Wheels spin on it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. And, I, and collectors, I, I, I was just at Target like a week or two ago. I saw a guy picking up GT Scorchers yep. with, with all his license stuff in his hand. Yeah, and it's I, it's, I it's cool wish, to see. I, I, I really like that. Yeah, I always wish they do more super treasure hunts of of some of the fantasy cars as well. Now, yeah, it feels me like too. Some of them, some of them, Street Creeper was a really good one, but a lot of them are just you know <sighs> People standard Civic. It. Mazda when, when it comes to those, those when it comes more. to those when it comes to those super treasure hunt 
like the super hunter bros, you know, those kind of mm-hmm. people I'm talking about. When it comes to yeah. those kind of people, yeah. they're they're the ones that are kind of like anything that is remotely unlicensed is just garbage. Yeah. So I know I think like, I sound I found like Fandango and stuff one time and, and a guy was like, Yeah, Fandango's in there. I was like, Oh yeah, I don't want that. Goes <laughs> goes over there and grabs one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great for us because it's like yeah. then I'll take it off your hands and we get it for yeah. cheap. But uh, I think uh, another one I, I found was uh, I think Boss Hoss or something. And uh, and and I, some guy was going through the whole box and everything and he pulled it out and he put it to the side and he didn't want it. And I was like, Hey, do you want this one? He's like, No. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah, mine then. <laughs> that's mine then. And, Thank and you. <laughs> nowadays, they they only do uh, one fantasy casting yeah. per year with the supers. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a lot of super hunting dude bros around where I live. And, and people, they just complain and complain. Always. One car. One car. They'll complain. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that, like they'll complain endlessly about it, but they'll still buy it. <laughs> it's still worth something. <laughs> it's a they still have like. Hunt. They still have like 15 of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny to me. Um, this isn't actually funny. This is a disgrace. So at Hot Wheels Legends Tour, when when they start opening new boxes and stuff and the Walmart for people to go in and like check out oh, the new yeah. stuff, it is it is horrendous how, how collectors treat employees. It is disgusting. Oh, yeah. It is it absolutely is disgusting. disgusting the way oh, that yeah. these super hunter treasure hunt bros treat these people because like... They're, they're just trying to do their job. They're opening it. And then as soon as it's open, there's someone grabbing it, ripping it out of their hands and mm-hmm. like just ripping stuff out until they find what they're, it's disgusting. Yeah. I was, I was disgusted when I first saw this. And I think if you want to friend... be even further disgusted, uh, just... in the show, the show that I went to in Philly, um, they didn't even get to open the cases because there were guys there the night before who had found the cases and opened what? them already. So we didn't even get that far. I mean, that is just insane. And <laughs> yeah, it's just sad. Annoyed me, it's though, sad. Is that they don't apologize or anything. They, they literally nope. slapped this woman and then like she fell on they the ground. Slapped a woman. Yeah, she fell on the ground in, in the Walmart. So you were hit, just standing there at Walmart, hit, like watching all this unfold. Her, hit her th- I mean, it happened in five seconds. It was so fast. And and this lady hits the one of the Hot Wheels monster truck displays. And like hits her shoulder and she's falling and she's just trying to get out of there at that point. She's like, these people are crazy. There's like five people at this yeah. box on the ground. Like they're all like, they're like, like rabid dogs. And, and I just looked at it and I just kept walking. I'm like, are you okay? And she's just, okay. Yeah, it is. I'm absurd. getting out of here. Like, I don't want to buy from this type of place. I, yeah, I don't like this type of, of, uh, you don't want to participate mentality. in that. Nonsense. No, I, I don't want to even be known for that. Like it's, yeah, so, it's, and, and and it's it is Ugh. frustrating, it is frustrating as a collector because I have a lot of like uh, collectors and, and and super dude bros in my area who are awful like that and start mm. fights and get banned and, and and it's like I go to Walmart and I start digging through a dump in and and all of a sudden I'm getting like dirty looks from the the Walmart employees. You know? Yeah, I know. It's like I don't want to be like that. It's like <laughs> and it's no, like I was just looking I, through it. Like it's like it's okay. I'm not gonna hurt you. I just I want know. I just want a little shiny toy car. Leave me alone. I know it's don't, just, ki- don't kick me out. I've never felt comfortable sometimes dealing with with them. I I know sometimes. Yeah. I went to a a, hot, a Walmart and I think you remember the the Hot Wheels like uh, garage packs and stuff like with the premium garage packs that are like 20 bucks or something they come with three skylines and a and a transport oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so 10 
10 of those were returned with different mainline cars. Ah, uh, swapping. Yes, 10 of them. Yeah. And I had to go scummy. up to one of the employees. I was like trying to find some employee. I'm like, these guys cannot be selling and it was these. The, they don't know. It was know. the white skyline one? Yes. And and these of employees course it didn't know that, you know, it's not supposed to be in there. And I had to go tell one of them like, hey, you guys are getting robbed right now. Like these people are stealing these straight under you. And they had to put just discount codes on 10 of these things. They couldn't do anything else about it. Yeah. It's just like, A lot of times they can't because it's like their policy, like they're, they're just doing what they're told. I know it. It just hurts so much our reputation it, as collectors. It, yeah, it it is sad to see that stuff unfold, and and it, I've, it, it, I'm I've grown numb to it at this point because of yeah. the people in my area. I mean, uh, I just just recently there was like a neighboring town to my town, and their Walmart because with the shipping complications right now, there's the the amount of new cases coming in the stores is sparse. Oh yeah, we don't even have any here. There's zero yeah. <laughs> zero and new cases. When they when they do stock a case, it is a crap show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that is and, insane. And I heard a story a uh, neighboring town, uh, their Walmart got in a shipment and these two guys got in a physical fight over this new case hot wheels and they were they were kicked out they were banned and they were detained by the police they called the police they were detained can you imagine sitting in the police station hot wheels they're like what guys you have jobs you don't even need to be reselling hot wheels i know bad like yeah that's what's sad too is like the people who do this they don't even keep them they freaking resell them they don't open them what in the world are you doing Imagine being in the police station and so, someone's like, what are you in for? And you're like, I got in a fight over shiny toy cars. Just, just kind of the guy oh I am, gosh. you know. I think I, I think we edge. should move on from the main line yeah, stuff. I could go Let, I could go, go on about the, crazy collectors. Let's go all day. into RLC thoughts. What are what are some red line club <laughs> thoughts for you? For me, I still like most of them. I think I think there is again that licensing issue. They they don't have pretty much any fantasy in there. No. Uh, I mean, yeah. the best thoughts? thing we had was the, the 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 most fantasy thing we had was like the steampunk truck, but that was how many years ago? That was so cool. So I never cool. bought one. I wish. Uh, I I this is not the best topic to go on off of the last one because I'm just gonna have like the same uh, strong <laughs> same opinions. Issues. But yeah, I think the RLC is a joke. Oh I really? I do. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm really not a fan. Mm. Uh now and then there's a cool car there but yeah it's just a money grab mm. and it's yeah, you and think it, the, it's too much like sneakers and stuff yeah the, it's very it's it's very hype beast culture and i mm. just i'm not a fan <laughs> like where's the hot wheels part <laughs> yeah where's, like where's the hot and they wheels? and they do they've been getting really lazy with it too they do the same cars over and over again yeah getting two of the same car with just different colors, like I think they did a purple skyline you, and a blue skyline, and you have to pay. Prices like you have to pay for a membership, and you have to actually buy a car to get that membership. Oh no, you don't you have, have to, to do that anymore. Yeah, not anymore. That. But yeah. when I tried it, that's how, what it was like. You had to pay yeah. for a membership. You get the membership so you're, car. You're paying for a chance, for a chance to overpay for another car that you may or may <laughs> not actually get. And yeah. it's just ridiculous. Like they're 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 not that higher quality than like a premium. I mean, they have the Spectra Flame paint. They probably only cost like a little bit more to produce mm-hmm. than a premium. And I remember like a year or two uh, ago, they did like a they did a S two K a Honda S two thousand. Oh, the gold one. 
Uh, yeah, I think it was it was in gold. And at the time that that was that sale was happening, there was a premium S2K on the pegs at that moment. It was the gray one that was in the uh, the silver one that was in the uh, yeah. street tuners the street tuners set. Mm-hmm. And I had one, and 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 people were like, "Are you are you going to get the new RLC uh, sale?" And I was like, "No." Like I literally just bought a a, a premium S2K. Yeah, for five dollars at Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I think the what what makes RLC cool though, just as a little devil's advocate, I think it's the the different moving parts and stuff that they started adding. Like yeah, some of some of the stuff is cool, like the Countach doors. Oh, I love the Countach yeah, doors. Yeah, some some of that stuff is is cool, but it's just like the whole the whole hype beast thing around it that I hate because it's mm. like people don't participate in it because they like the cars. Yeah, they participate in it because they wanna they wanna get their hands on the something value. limited. Yeah. yeah, they want the value, not the car. And mm. and you see it you see it a lot now with 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 them making changes like they're uh raising the quantity of the cars and they're making yeah. memberships more available and people are complaining they're complaining that that these cars are becoming more available. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I think like, it's fun for collectors to be able to get what they want. Yeah, and, like and... it's like you have like what? You have a problem with the fact that they're making more of these because of the demand is higher it's like you know the people who criticize the stuff are the people who only care about value and reselling because mm. it's like oh no now i can't single-handedly control the supply now i blue. yeah now i can't buy up all the supply Section and control five, the 10 wagon <laughs> control the value single-handedly i think the best example of that is seeing uh not the Midas monkey. It's the one that they built. The other one. Uh, I forgot what it's the called. The hypo Hypohauler never the gets red? sold. It's never sold out. It, it takes like almost two weeks for it to get sold out on any sort of RLC really? website. The, the red yes. one. Yes, it's. I it's I just, bought mine on I bought mine on eBay. It's I so hard for them to try and re-release <laughs> hypo hauler, but they did it for Christmas almost every year, and I was like, this is disgusting. No one wants this car. Like I don't get it. I, Why I do love. You, do I you like do the hypo. Okay, this is, maybe this is a. It was one of the RLC. The only. It was one of the only RLC cars that like I bought. I I bought it recently too because it, oh, okay. it was in Unleashed, and I wanted oh, it for yeah, my Unleashed yeah. collection. I think it's and, just... and I saw the episode where they built it, and I kind of grew a bit of a of a further appreciation mm. for it because uh, I haven't Vituski, seen that episode. Brendan Vatuski, who designed the the Hot Wheels version, he showed up to the garage and like started helping them build the car, which I thought was kind of cool. Okay, that's really cool. That does bring it into a different light. I think for me, it yeah. was just like, why do they keep? Why is this the only one that looks fantasy? And it's this thing <laughs> for me. Like for me, for me, cars are are are, are more interesting when there's a story behind them. Mm, mm, and yeah. it's like I could not care less about the other releases of the 55 Bel Air Gasser. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll hear me well, maybe talk the, about that maybe car a lot because one, it's... Maybe the new one, Triassic one. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. that I'm okay, getting okay, to okay, that. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. I, 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 I really hate the way they release that car over and over and over again because it's yeah. this big cash cow. It's it's our generation's, or not generation, but it's it's this era's drag bus. Oh, yeah. And, uh, But it was like when they did this where Brendan Vatuski built the Triassic five and, mm-hmm. and was documenting it on Instagram. You can yeah, see the process really of him cool. building it. And then he made it into a hot wheel. I really dug that. Yeah, I thought that it was, was cool. Sweet. That was very and, cool. And, and I have a, you know, like a bunch of the Triassic fives in my collection. Cause I like that car. It's just mm-hmm. more interesting when there's a story behind it. Not when you just release a bunch of random yeah. colors of it just for to, to make a couple bucks. Right. 
Yeah, I think I didn't get the RLC, unfortunately, but I, I was just like, I don't have enough money for this at the moment. But the, yeah, I, I like know it's I, becoming a mainline, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll be good. I can get a mainline. I often joke, I often joke that uh, the Jeunamai the 510 wagon is the only 510 wagon that matters. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, I, uh, they, they did it in so a... In, many of it, though, I feel like. You, zero, well, you know, in that... Zero on it. Yeah, you know, you know in that you were talking about those box sets earlier. There was a mm-hmm. Nissan box set yeah. that had his. I have it. Jean-Amai's. I do have that one. I, I do. Have I bought that, one. that box set just yeah. for that car. Yeah, because like, Junimai is Junimai. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, I think he yeah, just recently I mean, sold his Porsche, which he he posted like his story of his Porsche and everything, and I was like, this is so sad, but also really cool to look at <laughs> that he that he sold it. Uh, yeah, like any other five ten wagon, I really don't care about but it's like mm-hmm. that one i gotta yeah. have that one in my yeah collection. because it's it's the junior it's a designer car it's yeah. it's it's cool it's like the pontiac uh firebird i think i think it's a firebird yeah like brennan Vatuski's firebird yes, his other fi- yeah. yeah it's his firebird and now they have another firebird but it's like different the it's legend the store one the legend store one uh i know i know what do you think of the legend store winners in in some respects there there's, <laughs> I think... there's another hot topic <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, 2Jet Z and the Nash were great choices. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would not have picked the Firebird and especially the Volvo Gasser. Mm. I thought the Volvo Gasser was a really dumb choice. Uh, but, then, you know, it's Mattel. Uh, Hot Wheels has a Gasser fetish. You yeah. know, what did you expect? What did you expect? <laughs> Uh, but I, 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 there was a lot of discussion in the Discord when the Firebird won. Yeah, I a lot of back and there. forth about it, mm-hmm. and I was trying to make the point that like, because I had the same conversation with my brother. Because my, uh, for those listening, my brother is a big car guy. He's involved in car culture. He drives a 1972 Monte Carlo that is a replica of the uh, one from Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's sweet, very sweet. And yeah. Um, yeah, his Instagram is a uh, Rolling Thunder something. I don't know if you look for Rolling Monkey Thunder Man. and you see a Monte Carlo, <laughs> look it up. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Took a little bit. Yeah, no, I understood. I understood. But uh, the point I was making was, uh, you know, in real life, yeah, that's a cool car, and you would be in mm. awe if you if you saw that in real life. But as a Hot Wheel, it's not all that extraordinary i mean they have a, a firebird casting that looks very similar to it yeah. already uh so because i kept saying it was a boring choice mm-hmm. and and the only people who are going to find that car cool are the pe- are like car people who are really into that and understand the innards of the car and what mm-hmm. makes that build cool and it's like that's the thing of what this just like you know hot wheels losing its identity just being so obsessed with this car culture thing where it's just like you're not making interesting creative castings anymore mm. it's it's them just copying what's there already instead of trying yeah. to build something new in car culture exactly and yeah, yeah i'm uh contributing something to i, mm. I remember um back in the 2000s and even the early 2010s uh the hot wheels design team actually had a mantra that was uh hot wheels doesn't uh now this is uh not the exact words, but it's yeah. along the lines of it was like, yeah, paraphrase. That was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, you know, Hot Wheels doesn't follow con- culture; it creates culture, mm. and that's that's the philosophy that got us Acceleracers and even Team mm-hmm. Hot Wheels. 
Yeah. And af- after Team Hot Wheels, they just they threw that out the window, and it's all licensing now. Yeah. And I think they thought a lot of that stuff was were failures, but I think the reason why those things failed was because just poor execution like yeah. they just didn't dis- they think, just didn't distribute they didn't distribute media and 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 stuff right yeah i think it goes back to what you said about car culture being a story like a big part of why they choose some of the legends tour cars is because of the story behind most of the cars i think the the firebird is a good one because it's like uh, i think he was building it for someone it's like it was a really good team build with with uh i forgot i think he was building it with someone and i can't remember anyway though and he just goes also, to show it, just it how forgettable went, it is <laughs> well i was i was gonna say the the story isn't because i just don't remember names yeah I'm, well. I'm just being a little but the, a little weird <laughs> but the cool thing was it's like it was showed on like donut media and stuff before that yeah. even um and and in a way i think they just need to tell those stories more with their cars because yeah. that's what made it interesting in the first place. I think that that's context. why I think that's why we I love Jeff Gomez so much is because he talks about story building within brands and not just like story world. It's not just story world. It's it's your brand. It's what Yeah, what I brand, mean, that's what, what story is your brand telling? I think that's really what made Accelerators work so well mm-hmm. is because you know, you can release some fancy looking fantasy cars in a series, yeah. no one's gonna buy it. Yeah, but as if, soon as I didn't know, as soon as you have a T- Torque Maddox, I probably yeah. wouldn't care nearly as much. When you have a TV show where you have, and it's and it's well well written, it's mm-hmm. a good show where the cars are extensions. The cars aren't the star of the show; they're extensions of the characters. Yeah, and you you know you attach those characters to those cars. So like most. Most people see Spinebuster and they they think it's a fancy car, but mm-hmm. Accelerators fans see Spinebuster and they think wild. That's Marky. Yeah, or... Spinebuster's my car. <laughs> Hold it. Spinebuster's my car. <laughs> it's the meme. It's the meme. There, it's what I they said need the thing. Of. Are you happy? <laughs> yes. Everyone should thing. be applauding. Applause. And Thank have you. It right here. Beep, Thank you. Beep. Beep. Uh, Just put in a sound effect of like an applause. <laughs> or or Thank where's you. race grooves at? I need race grooves to tell me it's his car. Now smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I think it goes back to man the the whole fantasy thing now recently. Uh, just thinking about the Fast and Furious. Um, they released that new show called Spy Racers, right? Yeah. And Spy Racers is like this. I guess it, I haven't actually watched an episode because I just wasn't interested in watching it. No it's one has I'm very <laughs> interested in, but they released these cards with the characters on them. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah. very reminiscent of accelerators, accelerators, battle and force five. It and reminds me a lot of battle force five. Yeah. yeah people, but they, they just sit there because no people one knows are not into it. What they are. It's like, Oh, that's a fake Porsche. Or that's a fake, uh, what is his some some 70 charger you know it's like it's a really and cool i think part of that but it's like part of that is because it's it's like a kind of forgettable netflix series yeah it was it was definitely it was different back then when we didn't have the internet well, i mean we had the internet but media was mostly tv and yeah movies you know when you and wanted to people a, a could go TV to the internet like that. and then find more about it it's, yeah it's like, like if they made spy thing. racers if they made Spy Racers in the 2000s, it'd probably be on like Cartoon Network or something, yeah. like like Accelerators was. And I think 
people, so many people saw Acceleracers that back in the day because it was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, that reminds you me. Know? Yeah, DreamWorks had that thing with uh, How to Train Your Dragon on there at that one point, the How to Train Your Dragon series, and that was really popular actually. Mm-hmm. And, and literally, it's like the only people I know that actually went out of their way to go watch Spy Racers were people who are into like Acceleracers and mm-hmm. like Motor City and 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 Battle Force Five. Yeah, which is just. You know, not a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, or, I gave or up after like the third community. season. The international community really loves yeah. the Fast and Furious, so they watched that show, but then they couldn't get the diecast there. So yeah, they're not even well, getting, I can't even get. I can't get the diecast here. Stuff there, it's just. Like... I can't get the di- I can't get the diecasts here. I was collecting them, and then my Target just stopped carrying them. Yeah, because they, no one wants them. Like and, none of and the stores they, can sell them. They they kept the same one since like 2019. Yeah, yeah they, they they sent a bunch of the same assortments, just like they did with accelerators. And I'm <sighs> seeing like whole I'm seeing thing. posts. I'm seeing posts on on Instagram from like T Hunted and like new, uh, like uh, the news mm-hmm. accounts that are, sh- are showing like new Spy Racers castings yeah. coming out, and I'm like. Where am I going to get these? Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> it is. I can't get these. It I still is. don't have. I still don't have the Dune buggy from the second season. Was that, <laughs> I didn't even was that see the it in the store. I don't was remember. Was that the third? I think I it was the third season. I think it was the third. I can't it was remember. the newest one, and it looks yeah, I, super sweet. Like it's a sweet yeah, it's it's, they're, car. They're, it's cool stuff. I, the the newest car I found was the uh, the Hyperfin the Shashi's mm-hmm. car from season one and that's like the second assortment and Again, we're already like back to far the whole marketing thing you guys don't market properly and then you release stuff thinking it's gonna sell and then it doesn't sell and then yeah, people no, don't no want one, it no Do one it knows that spy racers exists like it's yeah maybe if they released it on lamely group right lamely hype get spy racers <laughs> yeah. up here <laughs> lamely hype over spy racers if if only right <laughs> What what do you think of um, those other blogs? By the way, like T Hunted and Lamely and uh, Orange Track. What do you think of those? Do you think um, helping? I, I like them. Uh, I yeah. don't I don't follow Lamely. I'm not a Lamely fan. Uh, I'll watch a unboxing he does every now and then, but only. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with Race Grooves uh, because Race Grooves was like me and Race Grooves agreed the fact that like um, because. Uh, because Lamely has connections with Mattel. I mean, he's friends with people. Yeah. yeah. Like he, like he knows Mark yeah. Jones. He has an advantage because like they send him everything that they produce, and he gets everything early. So a lot mm-hmm. of times he's always the first guy to review stuff. So if you want to see a new case unboxing, you're like forced to watch Lamely mm. <laughs> or Lamely. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's a ooh, fair point. My... Fair point. Yeah. yeah. I think it it goes back to like I think that's Hot Wheels is trying to i guess do stuff with collectors without doing it themselves in a yeah, way it's, it's like, a very oh, lazy we, we already found this guy who, who can do it for us they just throw it at him and it's yeah, like yeah he's our new much. marketer basically in a way but i, I liked i like t hunted because i get i get my hot wheels news from them mm. i like uh i like orange track diecast love orange, orange track, track diecast yeah orange, orange track is great because they actually have people there that care about the dior too exactly <laughs> and they interview what's his me, name so what's his name interviewing brad? me is the best part about it <laughs> is that guy that guy i think his name's brad right yeah i, I think he so. actually I think that's right. he actually respects fantasy it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah and then he I wrote think... that he wrote that article on uh hotwheelscollectors.com where he talked about what makes uh, Hot Wheels valuable. Oh, that was him. And he include. I think it was him. Oh, I could be. 
I could be wrong. And he included like the hollow back picture, right? With yeah, the I, it, it could be yeah, him. I, I don't. I thought it was him. I don't remember, so I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was him. That was a good. Yeah, article. they they actually acknowledged accelerators for yeah, once. And it was a good article. It was inter- that was interesting to see. It's like there's no denying the fact that they go for so much freaking money now because <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, high in demand. Uh, it's crazy. It 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 reminded me of um that that one comment you put though. That was hilarious. Uh, what, what under the comment? Dior two one for for lamely saying I don't like the Dior two, but I like seeing oh, all yeah. these castings together. And it shows like it's like it's not obvious hate. It's obviously like that's not his yeah. preference. Well, it's just fantasy, like it's lamely like, feeling like he has to has to have an opinion on every little thing. You know, it's like yeah. It's like, I think I think like you really, you didn't you didn't have, have to have say one. anything. This post isn't for you. Like you didn't have to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's I don't news. like you know, this. He's got to he's got to stay yeah. relevant in some. It was way. frustrating really because like <laughs> yeah, it was frustrating for me because because of like how often the fantasy hate is. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? It, it's and like, it felt I, like I it was just people... ginning that up in a way. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's you like, really read it's like this, this post isn't for you. What are you doing here? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't like this casting. I, but yeah, I, I, I replied, uh, no one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Ratio. Then, yeah, the, the the replies that came after that was just a crap show. I, yeah. I just, kinda, I just tuned that part out. Mm. It's like, we don't have to. There's, there's some hate that just we don't need to get into, but it's like. <laughs> just don't just don't say anything <laughs> i don't know yeah uh but i do love i love orange track because i was so surprised when he reached out to me that one time that was, yeah that, that was, was so, so cool fun. that's why i keep saying like you're the face of the fandom because it's like only you could have done something <laughs> like that and it and it didn't feel like that either i i think i had just uh I don't, what did i do because I, I make i, I make content i think i, I make content yeah I make content, but I'm not as consistent as you are. I mean, I'll upload a video like once Me every consistent? six months. I'm like every once a month. But maybe. you're you're actually <laughs> uploading. I'm I oh. <laughs> we're, we've been really bad with uploads at Tesla's mm-hmm. Cube lately. I think it just goes to like there's not a whole lot of faces to put to things. A lot of people do videos without their face. Um, I think one of the reasons I did was just because I had to do the Vert Wheeler thing. Cause I had yeah. to cosplay and I was like, Oh, well I guess I can't hide my face. I have to get used to it. And uh, it works. that's how I started. And I was really awkward at first, but then I had people like Nolo coming or Nolo AF people that know him came up to me and said, Oh yeah, you dude, you're, you're like super good on camera. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't think, I don't think you know ah, who I am. <laughs> you got charisma. You're, it's, you know, it's, it's sort of like a forced charisma in a way. It's just, if I, I had to been choose, there. If I had to choose like one person to represent the community, I'd choose you. No. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> JC, it's I choose nice. you. <laughs> Just hops in the Pokeball. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Start stuffing you in a Pokeball. Get in that Pokeball. <laughs> and the only but thing you say it you... at the next Legends Tour stop sees a designer. JC, go! <laughs> <laughs> you don't speak. You just go, JC, JC. Like, you know, Pokemon <laughs> just stay their own name. <laughs> jc oh my gosh that's funny <laughs> uh it just it just does seem crazy to me though that that as as not the biggest one but just as a face i guess because it's uh like i said with with orange track diecast i didn't expect him to reach out to me uh after i'd made my up to speed on dior too and that we had like literally the same exact article technically uh have you read his article i was like yo this article is like super similar to something i did and he's yeah like, wait this is amazing. <laughs> this little donut media parody you did. 
You know, what's uh, funny about the Diora too is um, for those listening that don't know, the original Diora, um, it was built on the chassis of a, a was it a Dodge A one hundred or something? Dodge A one hundred, yep. I and then the <laughs> the the front end is the rear end of a Ford station wagon. Yes. Yes. And so on the DR2, what Nathan Proach did was he made the front end of the DR2 the rear end of a Ford Taurus wagon. Exactly. And yes. once you see that, once you see that, you can't unsee it. Yep. And I can't tell yep. you how many times I've been behind a Ford Taurus wagon on the road. <laughs> and I go, DR2! <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like, it's the DR2! <laughs> this is the funniest thing. I the, can never get it out of my head. Especially. If you've seen the concept of it, it's it's literally just the the same exact uh, lights that go in. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because I can what never get that out of be. my head, and I can't like <laughs> tell other people because they're not gonna understand. Like if my brother or my uh, my one work friend is in my car, I just can't be like, just it's your two. I'm just gonna be yeah. like, what, what is yeah. what is that? <laughs> I think it's, but it's always interesting to me to see people go up to the car that it like when it's in legends tour and stuff and you see people and i i've i've asked them before it's like do you know anything about this car and they're like no but it's super awesome looking like i've never seen anything like this and uh what i i saw some really older collectors like they had you know the like 67 jackets on or whatever and they they were like oh yeah you know we're just we're big hot wheels fans but we don't know that much i feel like and i was just like that's so crazy like you look like a big fan and stuff you got all these collector badges and stuff and they don't I'm, know anything about this. It's, yeah, it's I'm, amazing. I'm constantly, I'm constantly, uh, time after time, surprised at just how little knowledge some of these like veteran collectors don't exactly, have. Yeah. Like, because like I can't tell you how many times I brought up custom auto to older collectors, and they have no mm. idea what it is. Seriously? This is yeah, on the like card. It's on the card. Yeah, that's <laughs> you grew I, up yeah. with it. <laughs> I've had this conversation at my diecast oh club my like five gosh. times now. Really? I'm like one of I'm like yeah I'm like we're, well if we talk about fantasy what? I'm like one of my favorite fantasy castings is custom auto and they're like yeah. what's that and I and I show them the car and they still don't know what it is and I'm like it's the red line it's packaging car one, it's, it's on there it's literally that one it's that the one. red lines <laughs> it's the that one you thing grew up you've been with, a, but you didn't that, know existed <laughs> that thing your generation is obsessed with the red lines like you should know this. <laughs> It's like you know the. It's door, like not right? knowing what the red. It's like not knowing what the red baron is. Like <laughs> <laughs> red baron is the one car that still keeps on giving. It's like but because one. it's like not licensed and kind of under the radar, people don't yeah. know. It's like so Otto weird. Cooney. It's the guy who did the art. Otto it's Cooney. So it's his, his name is in the. Uh, yeah, it's it is so. <laughs> man, that just always makes me think. I think I I was talking to some car people uh at a show one time and i told them i went to the hot Wheels show and they're like wait that was in town and i was like yeah it's in town you should totally come by and uh one of them was just like yeah i i know the midas monkey it's like that's the one i know like they know the corvette from from the yeah that's gas the corvette with the, with the engine right yeah it's so pretty yeah. it is pretty in person it really is it, I, so I didn't get to see it it sparkles like crazy good the paint did they bring pretty. it to the did they bring it to the legends tour in they houston? brought it to houston uh oh, last cool. time they brought it to Houston. Was, were any of the guys from Gas Monkey Garage there? Uh, I think they were, but I didn't get to see any of them for that one. I think, uh, I think my brother, my brother met the one guy. They definitely are in Dallas. They definitely my probably be there in Dallas. My brother met the one guy at Motorama. The guy with the beard, I forget his name. Mm. But he said he was super cool. Sweet. Yeah, no, I, I bet. I mean, they, 
I know for sure in September they'll be in Dallas because that's where their their place is, and they were there pretty much every single time it was in Dallas. So, but anyway, these car guys they said they <laughs> they only knew the Corvette. That was mm-hmm. like the only Hot Wheels car they knew. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> just that's about it. You know, they don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean ones. by like they don't even know the Copo Camaro or like. But I don't blame them. I don't blame them though because Hot Wheels has such a weird foggy identity that like. I mean, they have Twin Mill, but like you ask someone to to name a Hot Wheels car off the top of their head, like a non yeah. Hot Wheels fan, and they're just like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting that Bone Shaker, Twin Mill, Dior Two, are like the main trio of the Legends. Uh, I guess Garage, their Legends Garage, and yeah. and yet I think most those people three... don't know two of the three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like those three are probably the most iconic Hot Wheels cars of all time, and people mm-hmm. don't even know what they are. You got like, you got your red line, <laughs> you got your two thousands, and you got your like reimagining of, of yeah. old times. Which you know, it's... which also has that connection to like Accelerators World Race. Yeah, that sort of that yeah, end of the fandom. Yeah, I think that's what makes Twin Mill so great, though. I love Twin it's Mill. A, Twin Mill is like a great, the all arounder. Yeah, it's a great trilogy of iconic cars to have. And, and they're they just, also different, which is really they don't nice. push them. They don't really push them enough. Like they don't. Yeah. I don't know if if Hot Wheels doesn't feel the same way that they're not as iconic. But like, but when was I the last know. time you saw? When was the last time you saw Dior two on like the artwork for uh, like advertisements and promotional last stuff? Last year, even on the, the packaging. When they did the Legends tour, they did Dior two in Twin Mill, like for their for yeah. their banners and stuff. But it does seem. I mean, they ne- they they're now using Twin uh, Mill, the mobile, one, the mobile One wrap on Twin Mill is now like and the it's big like one. With Forza, like they, they put in like Twin Mill, Rip Rod, and Bone Shaker, yeah. but no Dior 2. No so, Dior 2. So nah, I actually no do. Dior I think I know why for the Dior 2 is because... <laughs> Same with Rocket League. It, no Dior 2 in Rocket League. Yeah, but let's... Okay, for well, for Rocket League, there's no excuse. But for but like, if you buy a 9-pack or, or like a 20-pack <laughs> at Walmart, you'll see the artwork. There's always like... Like a Drifta and like a yeah. Twin Mill and a Bone Shaker. Never a Dior 2. Nope, never. Never a Dior 2. Sometimes they have Phantasm, which is very strange. Phantasm yeah, they pick random the cars sometimes. To put on a, on a box art. But, again, going back to the Dior 2 for Forza, people have told me this, like, oh, why didn't they do it? Why didn't they do it? And I'm like, well, because it's kind of in disrepair. Uh, they do scans for Forza. And if they did a scan of the uh... Dior 2, they'd have to do a lot of work in order to sort of fix the innards uh the, so the inside is <laughs> it's neglected a lot more than 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 we thought it's, i don't think it's well you also it's have to remember shape. i was well you have to remember it was built in six months and that's a very short yeah. time and the interior was kind of second thought you know it's just like throw something in there at that point mm-hmm. the the carbon fiber or whatever stuff they put in there is very sort of cheap and it's just falling apart the heat is just destroying it totally i wish it. i wish they would yeah and i'm sure this tour is not helping they really should put in the money yeah. to like repair it and well i did it. like i said i, I suggested the to brian because i was pretty like, hey, sure that foost has his show overhauling if you just overhaul and fix the dior too <laughs> and he just and he there just looked go. at me and he didn't he just like that's an interesting thought and i was like yes he's probably yes it he's is probably thinking <laughs> He's probably thinking, I've wanted to do that for years, but like they won't let me. <laughs> like it costs too much money. <laughs> like I'm sure it literally costs so much money to fix that thing. If you the... say the the word Dior two to any executive, they will slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny though, that that's how I that imagine video. it goes down. He sent those videos to execs, and I'm probably like, oh, so execs know who I am. 
They probably didn't. Yeah, watch it, but... <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that wild? Yeah, um, even for Kurt. When... <laughs> One of the funny things is, is um, when when trying to get. So I was actually stuck in there. It, it I didn't show it in the video. Um, this is some behind the scenes information for people. I didn't want to show it off because it wasn't very a glorious moment for the Dior too. Um, I was stuck in there for like seven minutes because the door wouldn't open properly the the hatch local news and, and local also... news is like a <laughs> uh, man stuck in the dior 2 for 24 hours <laughs> what's funny is uh, apparently apparently my dad and and some of the other my film guy and i think even brian were all joking oh yeah i mean if he just dies in there it's fine it'll just bury him in it or something <laughs> i was like what that would be the best coffin to be buried in dude <laughs> Imagine being buried in the Imagine Dior being too. Buried in the Dior that, that is poetic. <laughs> uh, like your just... your corpse has the the Vert Wheeler, <laughs> the Vert Wheeler cosplay on. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it was so that's funny a that's a good way to go so, out. I think it was so hot in there because it was like man, it was like ninety degrees. In well, yeah, it's hot wheels, dude. It's ninety degrees in Houston. There's no air conditioning in this thing anymore. It doesn't work, and so I'm in my it's jacket, full cosplay, pants. It's not and air conditioned wheels. And it's shut up, <laughs> and <I'm> dying. <laughs> I'm just dying in here. I'm sweating. My face is so red, and uh, I'm just like I'm trying to hit. There's like two buttons. There's an A and B button to open the the hatch. What's this button do? Car. And so the B Dad. button I think opens the the uh, the back hatch for the for the, I don't remember, the manual control, I guess, uh, the trunk. And then the A button is supposed to open and close it, the the front. And, like, if you press it, you have to hold it down, and the Dior 2 does this. <laughs> it doesn't Yikes. work. So, so, like, we're trying to figure this out, and he's like, keep holding it, keep holding the, the guy that, that takes care of the car. And he's trying to lift this thing up, and, and like, and, and at, at some point, I think I accidentally released it. And as soon as I released it, it's trying to like crush his fingers. And he's like, okay, this isn't working. Calm down. Like I can barely hear him, by the way. The I'm, Dior like, 2 was angry. I'm so, like, I'm so close it didn't to, want, to the door. The Dior 2 was finally <laughs> reunited with Bert. It didn't want, it didn't want to let go. It didn't go. want to make me leave. And so I'm just like, okay, going to calm down gonna try and open this thing up and so he's like okay let's get two people to hold this up and then you just hand me the keys under this thing and i was like okay i will hand you the keys because it has the fob on it so that he can actually use the door so like i i'm holding it down he's like yeah you're holding i'm like i'm holding it i'm holding it i'm like showing him and uh yeah it's it's literally doing that so as they're holding it up sort of uh he's like okay hand me the key real quick and there's just like this little tiny gap and i'm like here you go. He's like, okay, I got the key. And they have to let go because this thing is just about to crash on him and stuff. Jeez. And, and Whole so, procedure. Like, like I said, this thing needs fixing so yeah, bad. That's, uh, that's sad. Now you know why it's not scanned into stuff. It, it's, yeah. It is sad. And that's why I didn't show it off in the video because I want it to be a celebration and stuff. And it was very not, pointing very out not, not good to get stuck in but it was yeah. so funny and uh i think everyone was laughing at the end of it but luckily everything was okay and uh i got brian in the car after that and we took pictures in there and stuff and we didn't close it we didn't close it ever again <laughs> i was like yeah no, that's we're not like closing this thing it was a bad idea that's like stuff, that's really. like genuinely concerning yeah well i mean it, it probably would have worked better since if he was 
with the vehicle the whole time like he understands how to use the fob better than just me trying to like you know fiddle with it trying to listen to his directions inside a car i'm stuck in uh i think it makes more sense for for them they they're pretty much good at keeping it as good as they can at this point which is all it yeah is. i mean it's it was trying to keep it nice it was built can. in the early 2000s for a tv show you know yeah it's gonna be and, it's gonna be rushed also, and cheap and it's also like the the electronics is so old in it i mean you could get better lifting mechanics now probably that would really make it look amazing i mean yeah, even the steering column should... and everything like that's all they gotta real. Re- like the steering they gotta is redo real. it like the steering is real so if they if they made it digital they could actually attach the steering wheel properly to the the hatch instead of into the ground of the of the car so they could add more yeah. leg room so it's it is inter- like like i said it's just interesting how it can work now um with with people and, and i just i just opened rides. the hatch I don't know how accurate this is of the real one, but I just opened the hatch and the steering wheel goes with it. Yeah, no, it's not accurate. The steering wheel is the steering column is is so actually in in the, the front the, there. Fixed yeah, to it's the fixed to it because it has to be because it's manual. It's, interesting. it's not yeah, yeah, it's not digital, which is why I say it it should be technically according to the diecast and everything and and the show. It's supposed to be on the hatch, and it probably would be better to have it on the hatch, but. Like I said, that hatch needs some yeah. needs some help. They they got to redo it, but probably Mattel doesn't want to fork up the money to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think there's also this this one spike. There's a spike before you get in, so you have to watch out for the spike because it's what latches. Be in, it latches. Gonna the, be the impaled door. by the Dior too. <laughs> so he's so the That's guy's metal. like, oh yeah, watch out for the spike. Please do not hurt yourself on the spike. I'm like, you got it. I'm I'm making sure. I'm like watching that thing. It's literally like this tall, like poking up out of the the bottom of there. It's, I want to see like, an alternate scene of World Race where where he's like, "Come, oh, Alec, Marky, come on, let's go!" And he and he goes and tries to jump in the Dior too, and it's like it's like not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's like breaking. And Alex's like, "Hey, bro, watch out for the spike!" And he's like, "Fucking, he gets like impaled." <laughs> Dan Dresser, watch, get some spikes, man. <laughs> <laughs> watch out for the spike, man. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think we should go off of real life cars now oh my goodness that was a really long part of the conversation <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm uh, ready, to, ready to change subjects i guess yeah so i want to go back to to collecting um what is your favorite piece in your accelerators collection uh probably this uh okay. it's hard yeah. it's it's hard to choose a favorite uh and by the way like... he he put he put his diora 2 118 scale for those that are listening Wait, what did you say? He, I was letting the oh yeah 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 one eighteen scale. Some people yes. yeah, some people are listening and not watching. So yeah, yes, probably the one eighteen scale or two. If you're not watching, go to JC Squared on YouTube right now. Don't you want to see my beautiful face? Yeah, ten ten twenty p or something. <laughs> Don't you want to see my scraggly beard? Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's hard to choose a favorite because I I love so much of it. Uh, but I don't know. I probably. The 180 scale Dior 2 if I had to pick one. I've mm-hmm. got the baseline, I got the baseline coin bank. I, I really like that. That's nice. A lot. Yeah. I've got the box set with all 35 world race cars with Z36. That's I the one I want so really, bad. I really love that piece. Yeah. It's just so much. I'm just using this opportunity to flex now. <laughs> yeah, I just I just love my multiple spec Don't types worry. and chicanes. You're not even you're not even at the top one percent of the flexors, though. Like the flexors. I'm really are the not, ones that got not the anymore. 
it's like the skateboard I, or I the have the skateboard. Germany, the Germany. Oh, you do have the skateboard. Okay. I do have the skateboard. Yeah, you I got the skateboard. skateboard. Uh, it was, you know, what's funny is I, I have all these like super rare elusive items, uh, but I don't have a uh, Spectite and Chicane on card. I have them loose, <laughs> but I don't have them in the back of me. I don't need them. I don't need them anymore. Yeah, it's not worth I'm, it at anymore. This point, at this point, I'll, I'll find a customer, a custom yeah, customizer. person to make. I know what yeah, you a custom person because... I mean, it's cheaper and it's better quality too. Like at that point, yeah. you don't even need you don't even need the actual one that came out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're oh, looking for goodness. a Spectite or Chicane to complete your set, for those listening, just get a custom. Go go hit up uh, <laughs> go hit up Randy Leahy on Instagram and just right a right custom. yeah. Randy is really that good. is Metromaniacs Accelerators Customs. A lot a of those better things. way to spend your money and you're supporting a creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of some of the Accelerators retools. Like, what do you think of fantasy retools? And uh, I of, hate most of them. Uh, it's it's more frustrating with fantasy when it comes to retools because they think no one will notice. Yeah, but yeah. we notice. Yeah, we, uh, we always notice. Like hollowback. I I hate the hollowback retool. Uh, yeah, the way they made they made the engine a part of the body. So anytime they color the body, it just colors the engine too, and it looks so cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I. This is a, it's a problem with Mattel just cheaping up, cheapening up, and and it's not just with Hot Wheels. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. I go, wouldn't say it's just a problem. I think that's just sometimes how it goes. The dollars. Yeah, aren't I mean, valuable it's, it, was. it is definitely a a symptom of a of a bigger problem. Uh, but we're not gonna get into politics. No, uh, no, 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 not that far. But, it's just uh, literally yeah. dollar. We're is not gonna talk value. We're not going to talk economics on the JC podcast, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, if you want to know about Mattel cheapening up toys, go talk, go talk to a Thomas Tank Engine fan. Oh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's super annoying how the cars that they do choose to retool to save money is those iconic fantasy cars because they think no one will notice mm-hmm. because they they think those cars don't have fans when they do. Mm. I mean, they retooled the crap out of the, the, the DR2. That poor thing. The poor thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I understand is, the, uh, I understand the surfboards because, yeah. you know, being a separate piece and everything, but some of the weird changes they made to that casting, I don't understand. Like, the big the lip. The windshield is just, I, I don't understand yeah, what's the, the problem the, with the The windows, windshield. like, aren't flush anymore. Uh, and I know, and then, I think the, the main issue is, is, like, you can see, or you can put your thumbnail, like, yeah right if, under there but i guess you don't have, want that i guess they have to have it su- totally secure in it now. i have no idea i don't know if it's like if it's easier to produce that way easier mm-hmm. to put to put the car together in the factory i don't know but it is very frustrating and seeing those like the spoilers on synchro and power rage being molded to the body and ruining mm-hmm. the entire profile of the car it's just it is it's lazy and it's sad to see them do that mm. to their own stuff like that. It's... Yeah, I can see that. I, I'd hope, I'd really hope they do like a premium version of Dior 2 or something at some point. Yeah, if they ever that do way premium they can releases. Everything back together properly. And the good news thing. is, the good news is, is that uh, Unleashed, because the cars in Unleashed are, the models are based directly on the uh, uh, casting assets that mattel actually sends to milestone mm-hmm. uh so the good news is is the acceleracers they still have the original yeah. files for those original yeah, castings 
But yeah, then when you, with that context, like in <laughs> when you add add that context, it's like, does that mean they don't have the original Diora two tooling anymore? Is it mm. gone? What I think is they just didn't digitize it. I think they did it for fan. Yeah, games, that's for that's what I mean. And stuff and they just they didn't bother digitizing it yet. Probably not, because even the NFT version is the same as the Unleashed uh, model. Mm. Which it's very strange. Yeah, yeah I think strange. I think maybe they just didn't digitize it, but it's still still sad to see. But it, it, I was so excited because, uh, you know, when when the Dior Two DLC came out, it was just set the set the bar so low because that was such a disappointing yeah release. I mean, the car was underpowered; it didn't look right. It wasn't the it wasn't accurate. Yeah, it's funny. The and then are literally. The, I love this car. I hate the stats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and then and then the leaks came out of the the synchro model and the baseline model and they were like one hundred percent accurate and I was oh, like yeah. oh yeah thank God oh something's okay in the world yeah, yeah I think they, one of the biggest gripes I they think actually was, had the push synchro they had the push through logo oh yeah that too I in the game that. because they I didn't do it on thing. the they didn't do it on the RDO two in the base game did they not? and then they had oh. no the push through logo is not on the on the RDO two it's inaccurate. Okay. And then that once it was actually, they used, the, um, they used it for the the video game, the the real one, the arcade game. They used yeah, I have I have game. no idea, but but seeing the DLC cars with the push through logo is just very pretty. Push through logo is probably it was, one of my favorite things. Yeah, it was very relieving. Yeah, that is, man, that is very nice looking. Goodness gracious, retools, poor things sometimes, poor things. Um. I guess, yeah, I guess we're going on to the end here. And I just wanted to ask, are there any future plans you have going on? Guessing no more song covers, right? <laughs> uh, well, there was a time where I would have said no, but there may be something coming soon. Uh, oh, Cosmic Realm? Sorry, I love the Cosmic Realm, like opening. <laughs> I started the Cosmic Realm. I started the Cosmic Realm, never finished it, but uh, no, I'm I'm currently uh, working on uh, I'm working on the Fog Realm with Vulcan right now. So uh, I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to spoil gotcha. anything. Yeah, but um, let's not spoil that. That will be good. Yeah, I always got something on the horizon. I got a lot on my plate right now. I do mm-hmm. more than Hot Wheels. Uh, I've got ADHD, so I got a new hobby every ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that <laughs> I I I'd, I'd love to make a new video soon for Tesla's Cube. Me and Jomo really want to get together and mm-hmm. do another review. Yeah, uh, I want to do the vertical stunt set. That would be good. Uh, you know, I want to cover the other track sets and hyperpods and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. Yep, I'm I'm always got something coming. That's good. Uh, where do you see the community is heading? By the way, where do you see the community heading after? I don't all know. Of this and stuff. Uh, it's going in a very interesting direction. Um. I think with the collecting aspect of it, uh, it's not going to end well. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question, really. Eh, it's, right. I it's, think most people find that one very difficult because it's so everywhere. The, 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 the reassuring positive part of it is that it continues to just get larger and larger. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think as it goes on, it's just going to get bigger and bigger, and yeah. hopefully at some point Mattel will start to notice. Yeah, and I think that's um, that goes into a good. Uh, it's the only good thing. Th- the only good thing that really comes out of the the you know absurdly high eBay prices is that it is a very 
it's very clear evidence that there's demand for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that goes into the whole of um, just what what you think when what do you think of like Brian Benedict and stuff saying, "Oh yeah, we want accelerators back," and then what do you think of the petition that that you started and stuff? Where do you think that's gonna go? You think that's gonna uh, go? Yeah, hopefully? and for context. Um, the others, me and the others at Tesla's Cube started this petition um, to bring back acceleracers. And I got to clarify because I know petitions have kind of been a, uh, a the butt of the joke for a long mm-hmm. time in the acceleracers fandom because yeah. there's been a lot of petitions made by fans just on whim. And that well, so far, this really is work, actually the largest one. This one, this one's different. There, there's a lot I can't say, but but uh, there we have leverage now. And, and, and we know that there are people in Mattel who support us and, and want to see this happen. But there's a hierarchy yeah. in a company like this. And yeah. in order to make a project like this happen, you, you, have to, you have to get the green light from those who are investing, uh, you know, executives, marketing executives. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to get that, uh, you know, that green light. And, 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 yeah. uh, and, and when we talk about bringing back accelerators, we're not just talking about, like, the show. We're talking about anything that has to do with this yeah. property. Just had like the name to, just, of it. Just, even if they just release some cars, you know, Brian and the others, they want to do something with this mm-hmm. franchise. And and I think yeah. it's long overdue. Yeah, I think so, even their marketer on San Diego Comic-Con's panel, it was even like, yes, we hear you. We understand this yes. is a big thing. And it is very reassuring and very surprising to me. That, Especially recently, <laughs> that that Brian and and some in the company feel that way and and, and have wanted this back for a long time, and we just had mm-hmm. no idea uh, because it seemed for the longest time it seems like Mattel really wanted nothing to do with us. It's just like and I think really I think yeah I think really really what it comes down to is just uh is just um a lack of communication, and so we have this petition up. It's not just about the story because there's been a lot of pushback about like, I don't really want another Accelerators movie mm-hmm. to happen because I don't think they would get the story right. Even if you think this is a bad idea, and it, it doesn't really matter to me. I just want something done. Uh, if they do a sequel and it's good, then everyone wins. Yeah. If they do a sequel and it's bad, then like maybe everyone will stop asking. <laughs> maybe true. maybe everyone will maybe yeah. everyone will be like, maybe this was a mistake, but yeah. we don't know. We don't know, and I think this opportunity is here, and I think we should take it. So, mm-hmm. even if you are doubtful, I would say sign this petition. There's a link in the description. Yep, um, there will be. It's you on don't have I to petitions for, it's on for those I petitions. that are listening on audio. It's I petitions bring back Hot Wheels accelerators. You can actually just Google it as well. Uh, it's pretty much the first thing that pops up now. And, and with Brian and everything and the cars coming into Unleashed and, and uh, the whole infinite, infinite loop thing, I think we're mm-hmm. starting to get some leverage here. Um, of course, with the prices so high, we have evidence that there's demand for this. We're, yeah. we're, we're with progressing. communities as well. With, with all uh, of we're our progressing. Yeah, we're progressing as a fandom. And, and I think uh, if you want to support that, uh, please, uh, what we need is sheer numbers. Yep. So we need as many signatures. We need names, and mm-hmm. you don't have to make an account. Um, if you name use email, a fake, right? if yeah, if you use a fake email, it'll still take it. So if you're worried about spam, it doesn't matter. You can just put a fake email if you need to. Yeah, yeah. We just we just need as many signatures as possible. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. 
yeah, I know, I think I explained it in one of my Hot Wheels News videos. It's just, this will show that it's not just views on the random. It's it's something that people really uh, can put. Yeah, it's something that's a big been... number two. And it's something it that's been plainly uh it's something that's been very difficult to get across to people because of the fact that petitions were a butt of a joke for the longest time yeah it's yeah, like they... well, this this one's True. different this time guys yeah, it's, it's like sign well, this it, one, please this one is it, i know people will just say well just look at jc squared's channel i'm like yeah you can but you also have to notice that uh you could just see oh i have 1.78 right yeah you gotta understand that and then what does that mean though in terms of my viewership uh it's different you know it's you gotta understand that like the people that need to see this they're not hanging around on the internet yeah they're they're literally just they're in and out they're they're hanging on linkedin just tweeting about like these people are these people are people in suits in in offices that they're it's a different world it's a different world mm-hmm. than what where where we're at. So yeah, the, we need that that. Um, I mean, that's why it, you see it, it, Hot because I know Twitter it's like tweeting at Taco Bell and stuff about accelerators I totally instead get, of just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally get like the reaction of like, why do you even need a petition? All you gotta do is just go on the internet and you can see people asking for it. It's like, well, they don't do. It's that. just. It, yeah, it's yeah. a different world. Like, yeah. it has to be communicated in a different way. They don't travel the, those channels at all. I mean, even on it's, LinkedIn, it's hard to explain. It, it, I I would say to to people that don't know, go to LinkedIn, go to Mattel CEO and Vice President and COOs and stuff, and all you see is just just posts that you probably wouldn't even care about, like nothing to do with fandom or anything it's just oh, and yeah, i don't want to like this factory or we've opened up this good stuff or this is what our company is doing in this time or something is it's never to i don't want to be fans i don't want to be like disparaging towards like executives or whatever i don't i don't want to say like you know they're out of touch and they don't care about us i'm just saying yeah. that like they're from they're they're from a different world yeah than they, we are. they want stuff fast to them they're they're doing so much already they just want something they can say oh this has how many people and then that's it you know that that, that kind of goes on to that i guess but anyway if you want to see anything done with the accelerators property whether it's car releases which i think car releases need to happen all you gotta yes. do is look on ebay to see that <laughs> i need some premium uh, <laughs> yeah uh whether it's the cars or the show or hell even maybe a video a video game who knows nice. yeah uh, we would just love to see something happen with this franchise and i think it's yeah. long overdue so if if you like acceleracers or you know someone who does get anyone and everyone to sign it please it would help mm-hmm. us out a bunch yeah, and that is I petitions bring back Hot Wheels Acceleracers. Uh, where can people find you as well for for your YouTube? It's Accelerace. What where else can they find you? Yep, uh, Tesla's Cube Accelerace. Uh, I'm Accelerace on Instagram. I'm Accelerace on Twitter. Uh, if you're hanging around the Discord servers and you see a username that says Accelerace, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, Hot Wheels Discord Accelerace. <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know about the Hot Wheels Discord, it is now an official, not official, but it's a, a community big enough for Discord to recognize that you can search it 
Hot Wheels um, Discord uh, communities. So if you, I actually was not aware of that. That's pretty yes, cool. if you're just looking for the Hot Wheels Discord, it is now big enough to where you can just search for it in the Discord communities. It has definitely grown a lot in the past exponentially. Like, four years. I mean, yeah. First time I was in there was like 300 people. Now there's yeah. 10,000. Crazy. Yeah. So. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I, I love for this me. two-hour conversation because I just love I love talking to you and stuff with, uh, you with know me and stuff. You know me. I mean, we could do this for five hours if we need <laughs> we to. Probably... <laughs> All right, time for our Thomas the Tank Engine podcast starting now. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant about Mattel's Thomas Tank Engine toys. I'm just kidding. Oh man, yeah, it's been great to fo- uh, just have you on, and uh, you can find me. Yeah, it's at a pleasure, GC man. Squared. JC.squared on Instagram at JCC underscore 2224 on Twitter, JC squared on YouTube, J A Y C E E squared on Twitter. I mean, YouTube. And they're literally, um, they're literally watching your YouTube channel right now, though, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, hi, they could be listening. Alex X. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Y'all <laughs> they could be, they could be listening. <laughs> they could be listening <laughs> on Spotify two, or something. You know. Two hour conversation. They're just like, Typing at their desk. Wait a minute. What the heck did he say? <laughs> All right, guys, just check out my YouTube channel that you're watching right now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> check out this YouTube channel if you're if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Make sure to give it a five star review. Uh, if you want Acceleracers merch, of course, you go to jclegoman10302.rebelbull.com. For those that want to join the channel, uh, you can support me directly. And to those that have joined. AL Seg and Ratchet RPG01. Thank you so much. Uh, for those that want to join more, make sure that <laughs> make sure that you are hitting that join button. It is $4.99 a month, and you get your name at the end of videos and including awesome emotes, custom e- JC emojis you can use in chat or in comments. So really appreciate Support my y'all. boy. Yes, really appreciate y'all a ton. So thank you guys. And with that, I think we can close this thing out. Peace. Take care, guys. This has been the Squared Corner Podcast. Music composed by Steve Rocket. Video and audio recording by Riverside.fm. Video and audio editing by JC Squared. Logo art by Miguel Martinez. And lastly, supported by you, the viewer. Thank you.